ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Mega Man Radio Show tonight. We're going to be doing the School of Deliverance with Dr. Pat Holliday. Uh, today's date is October the 2nd. This is a live program. I've got my uh, coffee here, so I'm getting ready to get amped up for Jesus. <laughs> and uh, tonight's um, guest again, Dr. Pat Holliday. Her website is miracleinternetchurch.com, also patholliday.com. And uh, as we do every Saturday night, uh, we're going to be opening up the lines if you need prayer. The uh, call-in number for tonight's show and every week is the same. It is 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. If you'd like to share a testimony, if you need uh, deliverance, if you need prayer, just like to uh, to talk, uh, call in tonight. And uh, there's another feature I just found out for those of you tuning in from overseas Uh, You don't have to actually dial that USA number. If you go to the website, blogtalkradio.com slash Radio, you click on tonight's show, there is a call-in button that will allow you to talk right to the microphone on your computer. won't cost you a dime. So that's a new feature I just found out we had. Without uh, further delay, let me get Dr. Pat on the line. Dr. Pat, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for all of your prayers this week. Well, praise God. You've been working. Going on this week, uh, give us some updates. Where do you want to begin? Well, you want to start out with prayer first? Yes, actually, that's a great idea. Let's do that first. Go ahead, Dr. Pat. Uh, I was going to have you to pray first. Well, okay. Let us uh, pray, folks. Uh, Father God, in Jesus' name, we come to you tonight. And we want to thank you for another time of uh, get-together, time of fellowship here. And we're asking, God, that you loose warrior angels to go around and secure the telephone connections tonight. And we apply the blood of Jesus over this connection, over Dr. Pat Holliday, myself, and all the listeners out there. We saturate the atmosphere with the blood of Jesus. And we bind the spirits of Boise, and we bind any witchcraft attacks that would come against this program tonight. And I'm asking, God, you let it not be what we want to say, but what you want to come out tonight. And we ask that you would have the people tune in tonight that you want to get this message. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Wonderful prayer. You know, uh, I I want to ta- give you a testimony before we get into the uh, teaching thing tonight. Um, last week on someone else's program, 
you mentioned that um, some people were coming to Jacksonville to take to to take my life. Yeah. And you remember that? Yes, and you know they came. They came flying in, and uh, one of these wizards, uh, his specialty is bringing down storms wherever he goes. The way he does that, he opens up whirlwinds, and he invites the uh, angels, the fallen angels, to come on this side, and they conjure up uh, storms and uh, hexes and curses and whatever else they're doing ritualisms for. And uh, the night uh, that they came to town, I was watching the television news, and all of a sudden I saw a news report. And it said, strange uh, weather patterns happening uh, near the coast of Florida. So I went to the Weather Channel, and what was happening, there was a big storm headed right to Jacksonville, Florida. And so I called some of my prayer partners, and what we did is we took authority. Now, what your listeners need to understand is that storms are motivated by witches conjuring them up. Many of them come from the coast of Africa where the witch doctor and the man, Bishop Canco, lives. Yes. And they conjure these storms up. And throughout history, the people down in the Caribbean have always referred to them as the storm gods. And so um, we took a party over the angel in the whirlwind and uh, the gods, the the gods of the storms, and uh, we caged those things, and we commanded it to dissipate, and we put the blood of Jesus up the coastline of Florida, and the wall of fire of the Holy Ghost, and uh, we commanded that storm to that it could not come to Florida. Well, uh, it suddenly. Uh, suddenly, you, what we watched it on television, where it just turned and it made a half moon around the state of Florida, and it hit up in North Carolina and went on up that way. And wow. so uh, you could just see it happening as we were praying. It was just phenomenal. And see, uh, the other thing that happened, the weather, the weather. Uh, TV program, it showed the jet stream coming from the west, and it suddenly dipped down over the state of Florida, down covering the state of Florida into a U. And then it came up to the uh, north of where I am, and then it went normal again, which caused the cold air in that U uh, push that storm away from the state of Florida. So, you see, they think they're in charge of the weather, but God is actually in charge of the weather. Yes. And Christians need to become more aware that we're not just victims of things that happen, that God has given us much authority and power. And uh, the problem is, is most of us just never use it. And so it's time to pray about everything. There will be some people that will say, oh, well, you know, she's stupid. She's a Jesus freak. Uh, whatever they say, what do you care 
what anyone thinks about you. Amen. As long as you have a connection to the throne of God. Amen. I don't care if they call me nutty or what. I just want to be sure that I'm always sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, uh, shown over in Second uh, uh, Ephesians, because yes. that's our power and our anointing. And whenever you go into supernatural spiritual warfare, you have to know that Jesus, first place, lives inside of you. He's always there. The Father's there and the Holy Ghost there. So that makes you more powerful than any witch, all the witches in the world, uh, any wizard, uh, whatever their spells, hexes, and curses are. God laughs at those things. You know, when uh, Obama went into uh, office, I did an article on my uh, news uh, letters. You can find those over at Remnant Resource Network. Dot org and um, under Pat Holliday's newsletters. And he showed his charms. And there were a handful of little trinkets that these witch doctors and wizards and witch, witches had given him for good luck during the campaign. And I, I looked at that and I said, oh, Jesus, this is going to be easy to defeat I mean, if your power isn't more than just little trinkets and objects, then I'm going to stop serving you and serve his God. Because you see, here's the thing. Jesus laughs at that stuff. Amen. And we need to begin to not, we need to put our defenses up at all times. And we need to see that they do have power, but their power can only work if we let our defenses down. Amen. Uh, and, and that includes, by the way, doing a defensive warfare against what they're trying to do to you. See, we prayed about these wizards coming to Jacksonville a week before they came. But when they came to town, they started their conjuring, and the storm started headed right toward us, and we just uh, got together on the prayer line, and we uh, did our warfare, and God instantly changed that thing right in front of our eyes. That's the way spiritual warfare works. It's not that we have to spend hours and hours and hours uh, tearing down strongholds and in a war against some little uh, puny witch or some little devil that thinks he's very powerful. There is no powerful devil more powerful than God. Satan himself is not more powerful than God. Amen. Now, let me ex explain to you tonight how binding and loosening works. I'm going to give you a visual uh, teaching. Um, Dr. Beth, yes. excuse me, before you do, I think we have some uh, callers calling. And callers, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to um, postpone the open lines for about 30 minutes. So we're going to let Dr. Pat speak, and then we'll open up the lines, and you can call in, and we'll put you on the line with her. I just didn't want anybody in Canada to uh, run up a long-distance bill. Okay, Amen. in about 30 minutes, we'll open up those lines. Go ahead, Dr. Pat. Amen. Now, here's, here's the way it works. You remember in the book of Revelation, you see an angel that is bigger than the sun, and his, his figure covers the sun. And uh, what, you, what I want 
your people to see about that is that God's got big angels, huge angels. And these angels are trained for battle. And in this scene, uh, it shows that Jesus is suddenly going to start toward the earth to set his kingdom up on this earth. And he's on a white horse, and uh, his uh, millions and billions of saints are riding behind him on a white horse. Now, what you have to understand about the word is Jesus has already finished his job on this earth. And he left his power to his true church. Who is his true church? Every single believer that has him in their hearts. It's not a building. It's not a bunch of buildings. It's not a particular denomination. It's his people who are living stones, the Bible calls us. So we're his church. Now, his people on white horses are following him to the earth. The Bible shows him speaking with a double-edged sword. A double-edged sword is a a sword of mercy and judgment. And so when he speaks, it shows the angel coming down. The battle of Armageddon is his own hand at that particular moment. And the Bible shows that there are personalities at that Bible, uh, at that battle. You see the Antichrist there. You see Abaddon. Apollyon is the same person. Uh, and you see the false prophet, and they're all standing there. Uh, the angel, when God speaks with the double-edged sword, the angels go and arrest those devils. And he puts them uh, into the pit of hell. And then, a couple of verses on down, you will see uh, the angel arrest Satan and cast him into the pit of hell. Now, the reason I'm describing this to you is this is exactly what happens in deliverance. It's not a spooky thing. It's not a scary thing. It's the kingdom of God coming upon those who are delivered, and it's the power of God manifested in his believers, and that would be you and I and others like us. And so when that power of Jesus is manifested in us, now he's in us, he's sitting at the right hand of God the Father, The book of Ephesians says that he is giving his power to us who believe. Now, here's Jesus. Already, his work is done on this earth. When he hung on the cross, he said, it is finished. He is shown planting his church through Peter. He says, Peter, you're the little rock. I'm the big rock. And uh, uh, he said, upon this foundation... I will build my church. Well, he wasn't talking about the Catholic Church. He was talking about the foundation of his name. Upon the name of Jesus, upon his power, I will build my church. So the church has all the power that it will ever need 
to accomplish every errand, everything that happens in our life. It's just that we have to learn to just say the name of Jesus and to believe his word. Yes. And, of course, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing. the word of God. Yes. And it also comes by seeing the word in action, because when you hear a testimony that somebody got healed of cancer, your faith rises up, right? That's and right. so uh, it's uh, a building up of your faith. And each time that you see God do something, your faith builds a little more and more. That's why these programs are so important. And so Jesus told us that he would give us the powers to to the kingdom of God. Now, that's not a group of men called dominionists that are ruling and reigning over their own little kingdoms, building some church that they think that they're going to perfect the body of Christ, and then they're going to perfect the government of the world, and then Jesus is going to come. That's a bunch of idiots. The power of God is him working with humble men and women that know that whenever they call out the name of Jesus, that his power comes to him, but to him be the glory. They humbly walk before the throne of God. They're not puffed up because they have that great anointing that uh, Jesus had when he walked on the earth. It's the same anointing, the same Holy Ghost, the same power that he walked with. And so once you get to uh, understand these important principles of the word, you can overcome anything and everything that the devil's trying to do to you. And so the uh, angel cast those three personalities in, in the pit. The same thing happens whenever we, as ministers of Jesus, we say, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus when you're casting a devil out. You are binding the stronghold, <coughs> the stronghold up. And then you begin to cage those devils that the Lord is showing to you. And then you command those cages uh, to come out in the name of Jesus. What is happening in the spirit realm is this. You bound the strong man, which is the powers and the principality over that individual those things over the heavens. And you can speak it in words. I bind the powers and principalities so that the person will know. You say, Satan, I bind you, and I bind your powers and principalities and and uh, wicked spirits and rulers of darkness. And then they know that you're working. Not You're not just talking to them. You're talking to the demonic world. You can do as we did this week in Jacksonville. We have a, a St. John's River snakes right in the middle of our city. And we bound up all of the water spirits and the powers and principalities over the waterways. And then we bound up the underground spirits, the ones that come up from wormholes uh, from, the, from hell. And so uh, you can speak. You can say, I bind the strong man the powers and principalities over the city, over the seas, and underneath the ground. 
And you can forbid those spirits to have any power over this situation. And then when you go into the battle, you can command those spirits to be isolated from one another, that they can have no communication between each other because of the fact that spirits look for reinforcing spirits and power from each other. So you forbid them to speak, you isolate them from each other in the cage. You can also command the peoples that are in the meeting all have spirits. You can forbid any of their spirits from coming to to attack uh, or to give reinforcements to those devils. And so there they are in the cage. You have everything bound up around them, and they're helpless. And when they're helpless, then you command them to leave in the name of Jesus. Now, when you say, uh, angels, take these spirits to the feet of Jesus to be judged, the angels are actually standing there doing exactly the same thing that they will be doing for Jesus when he returns to earth. They will take those spirits, They'll gather the cages, and they'll take them to the feet of Jesus, and he's judging them before their time. Now, why is he judging them before their time? Because you've asked him to. And there's a scripture that says, you, don't you know that we shall judge angels? I used to think that that was when we were in heaven. No, it's right now while we're on earth. We're judging the fallen angels, and we're we're uh, we're uh, telling uh, or asking the Lord to judge them before their time. And sometimes I'll go as far as say, Jesus, just put them in the very bottom of the pit. You see, that's Amen. the anointing and the power that God has given to us, and the church has ignored spiritual warfare and the teaching of it. And many pastors have ignored it because they're afraid that they'll lose somebody in their church. I went to a church one time, and I was doing spiritual warfare in that church against a couple of witches that had actually, uh, Bishop Kenko was ministering there. And uh, the witches came up and tried to attack him, and my traveling partner and I just went over and took them and put them right down on the floor and started doing spiritual warfare over them. And um, the next night, the pastor invited us to come and minister. And so while we were ministering, there were a couple of other witches in the church. Oh, yes, they're coming in the churches, friend. And so uh, there were some people in that church that I had trained in spiritual warfare and deliverance. So I sent them over with my traveling partner, and they were working on that. And a woman came up, and she said, that boy, that boy right there, he said, he, he says he's a wizard. So oh. I, called, I called the young man up and see kids are getting to be wizards at, from eight years up all the way into their teen years now in America because of uh, Harry Potter. Potter. Yes. And before and, that, Dungeons uh, and Dragons. <clears throat> Amen. For some of the older school people. Go ahead. And they're learning how to use those supernatural powers. 
And so I ministered to that young man, and uh, he would not repent. And he said, I'm going home, and I'm going to go get my gun, and I'm coming back and killing everybody in this church. Oh, my goodness. And I said, oh, no, you're not in Jesus' name. I bind that devil, and I bind you right there to that front seat, and I forbid you to move in the name of Jesus until this is over. We will minister to you. And so after the meeting was over, we went over and started ministering to him. He eventually repented. (laughs) And so what happened was, I told the pastor, I said, Pastor, you invite all of your congreg- uh, your young people in to the sanctuary. I want to personally minister to all of them. So he invited the, co- uh, the, the teenagers who were in another room. You know, uh, teenagers don't get taught very much this day and time, but rock bands. So they came in the room, and so I asked, how many are you uh, watching... Um, the the satanic movies, Harry Potter and Sabrina the Witch and all of these things that were going on. And all of their hands were going up. And these Uh-oh. were Christian children. Yes. And so I told them how they can get demon-possessed, like the women over in the corner that the people were still ministering to. I said, you see that? I said, that's what's going to happen to you. You need to repent. And so they repented. And when they repented, what happened was I had them renounce all of those things and promise that they would never watch again and yeah. did mass deliverance and revival instantly broke out with those young people. They started praising God with all of their might. And then they went over and I went over and sat and watched them cast those devils out of the witches Wow. And every now and then, I would just add something, because, you know, people have to learn to do this, too. And uh, whatever I would say, the young people would join in and command those devils to leave in the name of Jesus. It was the most phenomenal thing That's that awesome. I have ever seen. But guess what happened? A woman came to the pastor the next day, and she said, if you ever have that woman back, She said, I didn't like that. It scared me, and I'll just go to another church. The pastor told me that and never had me back. Well, let me me explain what happened there, Dr. Pat. The pastor himself had a demonic spirit inside of him, which whispered to him and says, you better not uh, bring her back in again, or we're going to lose people, we're going to lose offerings. That was a demon talking to him. Exactly. Okay? And that's what we're dealing with here, and we've got many pastors who are listening to the demons, and they're doing away with deliverance. And that just leaves the door open for demons to come in and infest the people, and they never get set free. Let me give it back to you. And they are infesting the pastors. I was ministering in a church. You know, Halloween's coming up. And uh, the witches, what they do is they start gathering their sacrifices about 18 days before the actual high day of Halloween. So you need to keep your children under the blood of Jesus, your pets under the blood of Jesus, and the children in your community, both Christian and secular, because they go out and they do capture uh, sacrifices for that night. But I, I was ministering in this church, and I consider Halloween a very evil day, 
the witches believe it's one of their highest days of the season of the year. And uh, I go to minister in this church, and they take me back into a room, and they have a coffin set up in oh, the coffin. They have bats coming down from the ceilings and all kinds of spooky skeletons and things. And they said, this is our Halloween festival. And I rebuked them in the name of Jesus. And I told them that's evil and no church should have anything like that in it. Well, that pastor didn't invite me back either. But the truth is that Christians are blinded. They started up something that uh, they sold the pastors on having hell houses in their churches during this time. And they will... Uh, set up these eerie, spooky things in their church, and uh, they do fake abortions with blood all over women and all kinds of eerie, gross things. And uh, one pastor told me, he said, we had 10,000 visitors come into our church this year. And I said, well, tell me, the next week when you went into your sanctuary, how many people were in there from all of that? Well, they didn't come back, but some of those Christian children got infected, you see. Oh, wow. So people, uh, some of the pastors are just spiritually dumb, spiritually dumb. And so you need to understand that Jesus wants you in heaven with him. So he's calling us to read his word, the King James Version, every day. He's calling you to dedicate your life to him, and he's calling you to totally sell out and listen to the shows that we're putting on, and he will teach you how to defend yourself. Now, uh, Irene Park told me when she was alive, she was called the witch that switched, very famous witch. She was a personal friend of mine, and she told me that at Halloween, was the highest day of their season. And she said that they loved trick-or-treating. And she said they would put razor blades into the apples, that when the children would bite into the apples, that they would cut their mouths. They would urinate and defecate on the candy, that when the children collected the candy, they would bring demons home with them, from those witchcraft hexes and curses and spells and ritualisms. And Christian parents, they take their children out Halloweening every Halloween, and so do the churches. Uh, churches used to have the uh, harvest balls, and now they have pure Halloween parties in their church. I remember going to some of those. <laughs> I uh, did, we, too. We would dunk for apples yeah. and do the whole thing. We would just dress yeah. up as... Uh, is uh, p- people from the Bible, though. But, hey, it was still celebrating Halloween. Well, it really was. And and the thing is, is it didn't teach the kids what's wrong with it. That's right. And what happens is when the kids grow up and you've stopped them from mingling their lives with the spirit of the world and you don't explain why they grow up and the first thing they do when they go to college is they go to Halloween parties and do all of those things that you told them were evil, but you never properly taught them what was wrong with it. And so we lose our kids in college when they grow up. And now we're losing them in school because of sex education. In the state of Florida, they're teaching sex education 
that was driven through the, the uh, legislature here in the state of Florida through a Republican a Senate and legislature. You can't trust either side, friends. You better find out who you're voting for before you vote. But uh, all the way down to kindergarten, they have to teach kids sex education. And they show them pornographic films of animals and sex and all kinds of ungodly things. And uh, so uh, you want to know what's wrong with your kids. Don't take all of the blame. Uh, it's the schools, but you can take the blame for not trying to struggle to get your kids out of those uh, schools. Well, Dr. Bell, you know, let, me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If a person um, does witchcraft or gets involved with something that uh, comes out of witchcraft, uh, have they just cursed themselves and their family down to three and four generations? Exactly. And if okay. they have an illegitimate child, ten, ten generations. Okay. So, uh, you know, we know about some of the areas. I mean, you know, people are actually joining covens, okay, some of the more overt things. Uh, but um, playing with a Ouija board, going to a fortune teller, are those, is that dabbling in witchcraft? That's dabbling in witchcraft, and if they read witchcraft books, Okay. If they go to witchcraft movies, watch okay. witchcraft televisions. If if these people, the mothers, read Harry Potter to their children or the Chronicles of Narnia, yes. those children get demon-possessed. I've ministered to those children. Okay, so let's I've look at modern times. We've got Harry Potter. Okay. We've got, um, you know, we used to have Dungeons and Dragons. Some people apparently are still doing Dungeons and Dragons, but those were the old board games with dice and cards. Now... It's computer games. Uh, I would like to take a poll of how many Christians out there have had their kids play World of Warcraft. You know, it just came to me tonight. World of Warcraft. Wait a minute. That is an online version of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, it's, it's by Blizzard Entertainment. And you go through this game and you take characters and uh, you fight demons and you cast spells and you learn all about magic. Now, a child who has just done that, they have probably, unknowingly, of course, uh, just dabbled in witchcraft. They just curse themselves. Right. And, uh, you know, we had those games even 20 years ago, 25 years ago when I was a kid, and I was playing a version called Ultima. And I played with it, and I had some discernment back then, but uh, still, I was dabbling in it. You know, computer games. Uh, there's probably dozens of these type of games right now that most kids in the church have probably played, and most parents are not even aware, because they don't monitor what their kids play with on the Internet. Or what movies they watch. So uh, literally, we could have an epidemic of people that have uh, dabbled in witchcraft. Now, what about actually celebrating Halloween? Could we say that? If you celebrate it, you are joining in with the spirits of darkness. Okay. And, you know, Irene told me that demons actually appear and dress up in those Halloween costumes and mingle among the people. Uh-oh. And uh, so you don't know whether you're mingling with demons or people when you do these things. Best thing to do is to uh, find a church and ask the pastors if they will have prayer meeting during that night. There might not be many people there, but at least you'll be praying about it. But it might surprise you that um, I did some stuff on uh, a game called Dragon's Raid some years back. I think I have some articles on it. Um, 
under my newsletters, and that was being sold in the Christian bookstore, and it was just the Christian versions of Dungeons and Dragons is oh all it was. And so you can't trust the bookstores because the Illuminati have bought the bookstores, they've bought the Christian publishing houses, they've bought they've bought a lot of the Christian churches, the pastors have sold out. You're in the end times, my friend. You're in the grave falling away that the Bible says. Yes. And uh so this is why you have to protect yourself because like some of the people in politics say to those that um, are not prepared for what's going to come upon them, they tell them, they, they say, you better make a protection for yourself because the government is not coming to protect you. That's right. And so uh, we're in a situation that the pastors are not coming to protect you because they have not even protected themselves in many instances. You know, I uh, we see... Time and time and time again, where they're molesting children, uh, homosexuality, uh, leaving their wives, having affairs with women in the churches, and all of these activities that are going on right in the church, in some churches, have become more evil than uh, the people in the world. And uh, I remember a man came to our church, and he was totally demon-possessed, and he was screaming in pains in his belly. And so uh, I treated him like an emergency situation, and we cast the devils out of him. And he sat and listened to the sermon, and uh, I preached on Jezebel that day versus the noble woman. You know, some of these crazy preachers, any woman that says anything spiritual about Jesus is a Jezebel, and they're just spiritually blind, too, because a noble woman is a woman that serves Christ. Jezebel is a witch and a a whore, and they can't even discern the difference in that. But after the sermon, he came up and he said, you just described my girlfriend. He said, I play music at a local church here. And he said, uh... I live with this woman. He said the pastor uh, has is having an affair with three women. Uh-oh. And he said, you know, he said, we worship the Lord for about three and a half hours. And then the pastor preaches ten minutes, and there's not enough word going on there to convict us. And I said, well, uh, will I see you next week? He said, well... Let me go back and see if that woman's there and see what would happen to that man. He goes back. The devil in that woman sees that he's been set free. She invites him back to her house, and seven worse spirits come into him, and he'll be like King Saul. He'll he'll eventually never be able to get free again, Wow! and he'll bust hell wide open. That's the deli- and you know who'll get you know who'll get blamed for that? Me, because I did the deliverance on him. It's not his sin. They'll just say, Oh well, you know, that guy went over to see Pat Holiday and that's why he's worse off. You see where it comes from? Total ignorance. But I want to talk to you a little bit about fantasy. Have we got time? Absolutely. And um 
You're listening to a live broadcast tonight. We've got Dr. Pat Holliday on tonight for the School of Deliverance. We will be opening up uh, the lines tonight for prayer, 917-889-2745 is the number. If you'd like to call in tonight, share a testimony, or you need deliverance, prayer, or miracle healing. And before you share that, Dr. Pat, um, did you know three famous movie stars just died within the past couple days? We had... Yeah, uh, had a... You okay. remember Eddie Fisher? Yeah. Eddie Fisher, uh, he's gone. Uh, Stephen J. Cannell just dropped dead today. He wrote most of the uh, Hollywood miniseries, and, of course, Tony Curtis. And, and the uh, devil works in threes, you know. Wow, I thought that was kind of interesting, and uh, I, I hope that they knew Jesus Christ, because if they didn't, there's no second chance now. There's no purgatory, in other words. Yeah, he probably... Uh, let's, well, uh, let's, any... let's talk about the uh, fantasy. Go for it. Okay, now, uh, first thing that I want to tell you about the fantasy thing, the church's answers to the problems that it's facing is through the deliverance ministries and teaching Christian character. Uh, But the church must also have spiritual eyes to discern spirits involved in a person's life. And ministers must ask the Lord to let them see which spirit is operating in a person's life. Is it a devil? Is it a human spirit or the person's flesh? Is it an emotional spirit? Is it a spirit controlling the nervous system? Is it a spirit in control of a person's mind? Is it a spirit uh, in control or is it just a religious spirit? You you need to be able to discern. And Richard Vineyard, uh, the man that taught me deliverance, said that the most important thing that a Christian can have in the days ahead is the ability to discern spirits. And discerning spirits is a gift from God. And so you must seek God uh, to have spiritual eyes so that you can see. And once you can see, ask him to give you wisdom and understanding to do, to do with what you see. He may just want you to pray for the person, but he never wants you to go around talking against the person, okay? Yes. So the fantasy world is what's capturing people's minds. Harry Potter is a fantasy world. Uh, the, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, I've got articles up on my website, uh, patholiday.com. Uh, concerning these things, you can go up there and read those. Uh, they're fantasy. They're yes. fantasy movies. Now, let me explain to you how fantasy works. Fantasy is another dimension. We are in the material dimension. And every wizard, every witch will tell you that they love to live most of the time in the fantasy world, not in the, in the real world. And so in order for them to take the children through the other dimension, they take them through a what they call a door. And, of course, that door, what the wizards and witchers today are calling doors, are, are a, a stargates, whirlwinds, and wormholes. And so in uh, Harry Potter and the Narnia, series, the vehicle of getting them from the material world into the fantasy world, they had to, uh, in in, um, 
in uh, Narnia, they went through the wardrobe and uh, the um, in the uh, I bind up confusion that is not going to work to keep the message from coming. And I send it back to you right now, a hundredfold in Jesus' yes. name. Now in Harry Potter. They went through uh, uh, an opening at the railroad station. And when they go through that spiritual entrance, what happens is on the other side, they're in the fantasy world. That's, that's exactly what happened in The Wizard of Oz. Uh, all of these fantasy movies. And then on the other side, they meet all of these strange, demonic uh, witches, wizards, and demons, and all kinds of things. For instance, in the case of the Narnia movie, the first character they meet is Pan, the uh, god Pan. And that figure was a half man and a half uh, animal. A chimera. Yeah. And and what they saw was they saw uh, this uh, very pleasant acting person, an animal. And uh, so, and actually, the person that played the part of the man was, of course, a homosexual because Disney World produced it. Now, okay. I'm going to ask you, what in the world do Christian pastors want to take their kids to see fantasy movies to let Disney World uh, evangelize them and educate them? Because they've been yet, disarmed, Dr. Pat. People said, well, that was written by C.S. Lewis. He, surely he's a Christian. But, he was a Catholic. Uh, he was a, a demon. He was yes. a witch. He was yes. a wizard. But anyway, uh, they. Uh, what happens is all over the country, major ministries and television personalities of Christians uh, 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 endorse Narnia, and Narnia is the same principle as Harry Potter. Is they just say he's a Christian, though he wasn't. He used to sit on the bar too. To we talk and then get drunk and, and imagine all of these uh, children's movies to grab your children. Wake up, people, before it's too late. Amen. But uh, the point is, is it puts your children into a fantasy world. In Narnia, a lion becomes Jesus. And uh, they even crucify that lion. They sacrifice him on a stone altar like the witches do their blood sacrifices. He resurrects yes. from the grave. I mean, the whole story of Jesus is in one of those books, except it's an animal that's doing that. Yes. And when your children come out of that movie, they think Jesus is a lion. So when you say, let's pray to Jesus, honey, they say, okay, and you're praying to Jesus, and they're over there imagining uh, uh, the lion. Wake up, wake up before it's too late. Now, I've cast devils out of children that their parents have taken them to that movie. Wow. I cast dev devils out of a child that his parents were uh, Sunday school teachers for the youth. He brought his child, who was totally demon-possessed, over to me. I cast the demons out of that child and never saw them again. And so they slip over to my my church to get deliverance. They don't support it. They they uh, slip back over there to Fairyland, and believe me, I mean Fairyland when I say it. 
Yeah. And uh, they uh, get repossessed. But do the best you can. Now that you've heard this message, stay away from those churches. Don't support those churches. I'm going to ask you a, tr- a question. Would you go to a Mormon church? No. No. Would you go to a um, Would you go to a Jehovah Witness church? No. No. Would you go to a homosexual church that says Absolutely that they're not. a homo? No. Okay. If you won't go to those, why are you going to third wave churches? Uh, churches that uh, churches that believe in angels ministering to you instead of the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Why are you going to churches where uh, people are divinating prophecies over you from devils? And that's what many of you do. And, and calling you down hellfire. Yeah, going through fire tunnels and uh, uh, taking you up to the third heaven so that you can meet uh, angels and dead people up there. Well, the Lord told me, you go into the third heaven with these people, your spirit is not coming back. It will stay over on the other side until you see him at judgment day. He said, and a a fallen angel will come back and come into your body. And believe me, I have seen some of them over here in Florida already. And they look just like zombies. So you need to you need to be very prayerful about where you go, who you let lay hands on you. I don't let everybody just lay their hands on me and pray for me. Demons are transferred through the laying on of hands. It's true. And the Bible says, lay hands on no one suddenly. Amen. Yeah. It happens every day. Um, people go in and they come out with something they didn't enter with, and it's not the Holy Spirit in many cases. It's a demon spirit. Well, you- Depending on you know churches what they, they go to. You know what they do when they take you to the third heaven? They tell you to close your eyes. They take you by your hands. And they said, I'm up there. Are you coming? And oh, all you have to do is say, yes, I'm coming. And they've got your consent for your spirit Uh-oh. to come out of your body. It'll go out of your body to what they're calling the third heaven, which is actually where the demons live. It's not the third heaven. And... The the demons grab your spirit and, and cage it, and then that other spirit comes back and enters in your body, and you walk around for the rest of the life, or your body does, uh, a living zombie. Dr. Uh, Pat, you, uh that's called soul scalping, isn't it? Yes. And when you and when when you know who invented that term, uh, Death Daniels, actually. Really? And then I wrote articles on it. So I would say Zeph and I did got that out. Well, you know, yeah. in the, the olden days, uh, the Indians would, would scalp you. They take off, uh, yeah. once they kill you, they take your scalp and, you know, part of your hair for a trophy. Um, demons are taking pieces of, pe- of souls as trophies. I was listening to an old tape the other day. It probably goes back 30 years from um, Brother Dark, Dr. Marcus Haggard. And uh, he received some intelligence that uh, souls are being stolen, fragmented and stolen and stored in bottles in places like the Vatican. Uh, well, we had now that's, than- what, that's what zombies, uh, that's what uh, witches down in Haiti, when they practice voodooism, that's what they do. They capture the souls and they put them in clay pots. So that's not surprising to me, but go ahead. 
Norman Perry said in Guatemala they came across places that if you were to look inside, it would look like a library, except there weren't books. There were bottles with names on them, and there were pieces of souls from human beings stored in these bottles with incantations and curses. And uh, that's that's part of the fragmented soul, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. And they and down in Haiti and and places like that, when a person dies, uh, they come out to the grave after midnight. The Buddhists do, and they dig the bodies up and they put demons in the body, and wow. those demons uh, walk around like zombies. Uh, I've seen people like that, and uh, also. You see, uh, they had a movie some time ago called something like The Rainbow. It was something. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Yeah, The Serpent yes. and the Rainbow. And I actually ministered to a young man that had gone to that movie. And when he went to that movie, he came out feeling like somebody had stolen his soul. And he came over to us, and we ministered some deliverance to him, but he had totally lost his mind. And so these things can can inflict you, uh, affect you, yes. uh, if you open up your spirits. Now, let me explain how your spirit works, okay, as a person. God has given you a supernatural uh, protection, even if you're not saved against these things. And your personal spirit is just like a rosebud, and it's closed tightly. Now, when the rain comes down on the rosebud, the, the rosebud starts opening up, and it fully gets open to receive the nutrients from the rain. That's exactly the way the soul operates. He's He's uh, invested a veil between you and the spirit realm, and you're protected unless you open the door. And yes. that's what they're doing. They're opening the door. Christians, Christian ministers, those people that were here this past weekend, they are absolutely opening the demonic world uh, to come into this world to accomplish their prayers and their Business. I call them witches and wizards, not Christian ministers. Other people call them Christian ministers and claim that I'm touching God's anointed. So be it. But the whole point is this, that whenever a minister steps into the world of witchcraft and a minister is doing exactly the same thing that New Age ministers are doing and witches and occultists are doing, I have to tell you exactly what they're doing, and they're witches and wizards. Now, when I started writing the articles, and I was the first one that uh, uncovered Todd Bentley. Yes. And uh, when I started writing those articles, God was showing me things. It was through the discerning of spirits that all of those articles came forth. And uh, then when uh, Peter Wagner and Chuck Pierce came down, then I started discerning them, and they were all opening up these stargates, and God had to teach me even what a stargate was. But uh, very interesting stuff that you'll read over there on patholiday.com but the, uh, under the newsletters, but what I'm getting at is this, that uh, whenever uh, a minister steps onto the fields 
of witchcraft, he's going to be communicating with a witch, whether he knows it or not. If he lets a woman come into his ministry, and she's a witch, and he accepts her as a prophetess, or he lets a wizard come in, and he's a wizard, and he's not cleansed by the blood of the Lamb, then that minister draws himself and his full congregation into the powers of witchcraft. And that's what's happened all over the United States because the pastors have been blinded concerning witchcraft. They say, oh, don't tell us about that Pat Holiday. That's over there in Africa. Well, Bishop Kenko told me that we've got more witches and wizards over here in America than they have Africa. Wow. You like that? Boy, that's a lot. Um, yeah. You know, and p- p- people think, well, I didn't actually sign a contract with the devil in my my own handwriting. You know, listen, um, we all think about legal contracts, but if you look at the uh, the Internet today, there are a lot of websites uh, that you go on to, and um, to uh, if you agree to their terms, you only have to check an electronic box. They have electronic signatures now with banks. Uh, you know, it's just another form of consent. If you're ever loading Windows, Microsoft Windows, on your computer, before it will install, you have to check this little box. It's an electronic signature. But you can also give consent and sign an agreement with your mouth or just by your presence, buying a ticket. Going in to see some of these movies. Going into these churches. You physically walked in there. They're practicing witchcraft. Now you've given consent to the devil to come in and attack you. Just by, by being your there. will. By, by your, your will. will. And that's where he works, is it not, in, in consent? That's exactly right. It's exactly right. And the other aspect of the fantasy spirit is its twin, which is drugs. Uh-oh. And uh, the drug spirit walks hand in hand. In witchcraft, if you read the book, uh, Witch Doctor and the Man, that I wrote, you will see that Bishop Canco, his first trip to the city under the sea, uh, he and his father were sitting on a, a, a rock that was half in the ocean and half out, and his father gave him a very powerful potion, a drug. And he said that many of the witches and wizards from all over the world come to the African witches and the Indian witches and wizards because they have the most powerful drugs in the world. And he said it puts you immediately into the spiritual realms. And so uh, this is uh, why uh, we tell people that we cannot get you totally free if you want to hang on to the hallucinogenic uh, or hallucinogenic drugs, you you will do it, and we cannot get you free unless you are willing to come off of that and give that part of your life to Jesus. Because those psychotropic drugs are the same drugs that the street drugs are. The pharmaceutical companies have just taken them and given them different names and given them to the doctors that are giving them out like candy. And so uh, another way that people get into these uh, fantasy worlds is through something called visualization. Okay. And the visualization is it's through trances. Uh, the uh, the, the uh, operator or controller will tell the children to close their eyes 
and to visualize them. They will give them a scene to visualize. This goes in many of your schools do this. Oh, wait a minute. And Is then a form of meditation? Yes. Like like doing like a, a yoga position or you're just doing mental? Yep. Me- oh, same wow. thing. Yeah. Yes. And see, when, when, when you visualize uh, the handler uh, or the person that's leading you into these things, they will say, oh, uh, I'm walking you up a hill. Okay, now we're on the top of the hill. Oh, there's your best friend. Visualize. And they'll describe a demonic power. Oh. And then they say, now this is your spirit guide. And this spirit guide will be with you forever. Now, let me tell you how it works in Disneyland. Uh, when you go to Disneyland, you go over to the haunted house. And um, in the haunted house, they, uh, when you first, and I know this because I did deliverance on a man that I that told me all of this. You go into the haunted house and this little green man is introduced to you as your guide. He oh. comes and sits in your little carriage. And then it goes through all of these demonic scenes. It goes through a scene where the skeletons are all eating at a table and uh, all kinds of weird, uh, you know, demonic things. And at the end of the ride, the, the little green spirit doesn't get out of the, of the uh, carriage. He says, and now I will be with you forever. And he actually comes into the child. They can see oh, my through goodness. the mirror. Yes. So the child gets demon-possessed. And there's mercy. many other things that happen over in Disney World. Uh, they've got a Harry Potter thing going on over there now. I imagine that must be horrendous. But you see, this, the parents have been totally asleep because they've taken the baggages of things that they did when they were kids and they want their kids to have everything and enjoy everything they did, so they take them to Disney World and they read these fairy stories to them and so on and so forth. And your kids are getting demon possessed from that parent. You want to know what's wrong? Your kids need deliverance. Wow. A- amen. Amen. And uh, I'll tell you know, you people say, thing. <laughs> well, it's just a temper tantrum they're throwing. Um, my my daughter has been tuning into the show, Doctor Pat. Great. And um, I have a grandson. Uh, I'm 40, but I have, I have a grandson. I guess I have to admit that you got to have one sooner or later, right? <laughs> well, I didn't admit that I had a grandchild until I got in my 60s. Oh, my goodness. So my Go grandson ahead. is pitching a temper tantrum the other day. And he's in his chair, and he's rocking back and forth. He's just pitching a, a pure outfit. Well, he uh, he jumps around so much that he actually uh, pushed the chair on my, my daughter's toe, and she screams out. Well, so she's learning what to do. So she says, I bind you in Jesus' name. <laughs> she came I against couldn't. a demonic spirit, which was attacking the boy. Stop, and immediately, Jason. he stopped, and he, he was quiet. And I, I saw a lady uh, coming out of a, a store the other day, and her kid was just pitching a fit, coming out of the mall. Mommy, let go of my hand. It, the baby must not have been more than about three years old. And, you know, she was having a terrible time. And I sat there and thought. I said, she doesn't know, does she? She doesn't know that a, a demon has entered into that child, and that's who's speaking. You've got to take authority over these things. And, and the parents name. obey the demons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Um, let me continue on. Well, another thing that happened, uh, this young boy in the state of Florida, at graduation every year, they let the seniors go over to Disney World, and at the same time, they have uh, Gay Day over there. Wow. And so this young boy went to Disney World, and he got separated from the group that he was with, which was a Christian group. Oh, yeah, Christians send their kids over there, too. The Christian schools, and they have Christian bands going over there. And I mean, they have just connected with the powers of darkness in many instances. And so what happened was he came back, and a demon started appearing to him in his room, and it started telling him that it started telling him that he was a, um, a homosexual. Oh. And so his girlfriend told him, you need to go to Pastor Pat and talk to her about this. And so he uh, goes to the girl, and he talks to her. And hold on a minute. That's you all right. Talk first, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Dr. Pat Holliday on the show tonight. Uh, we're opening the lines up. If you'd like to call in for prayer, the number is 917-889-2745. If you'd like to share a testimony, you'd like to ask a question, uh, whatever you'd like to do, the number is open for you tonight. And I see we've got 43 people in the chat room. That is a record for the show. I didn't know if That's we could break, break through the 40 mark. I thought maybe it was kind of locked in, but we went up to 43. So if everybody out there would go ahead and send out an email tonight to everybody in your list, tell them to tune into the live chat. No better place to be on a Saturday night. Maybe we can get up to 100. That'd yeah, that'd cool. be great. Take it back. Well, anyway, uh, what this young man said, he told me about it, and he said, I got I got separated from my group. And he said, so I got with this worldly group of kids, and he went through the haunted house. And that's how I knew about the stuff in the haunted house. And so then uh, I took a thought, I explained to him, I said, son, I said, I've known you for several years, and I can honestly tell you through the discerning of spirits, you are not a homosexual. And I took authority over the spirit and cast it out. He's been well ever since, eventually got married and had babies. And so, you see, our families are messed up because of our ignorance in a lot of instances. And so we need to... I'll tell you what let's do before we take the calls. Let's lead everybody that's listening to repent for letting their children go to these things and for them to get deliverance and for their children uh, to get deliverance. Dr. Pat, go ahead and uh, do that prayer. That would be awesome. Okay, Father. Just say, Father, I repent for letting my children read Harry Potter the Chronicles of Narnia books, watching car, uh, demonic cartoons, watching demonic movies, going into Disney World, and participating in demonic things. I know that I was ignorant, but the devil takes advantage of people's ignorance. The Bible says that my people uh, die for lack of knowledge. And we just ask for forgiveness today, and we renounce it in the name of Jesus. And we ask that you will cage all these devils in us today, right now, 
every devil. You must go into that cage instantly, immediately. You have no power, no power over the people that are listening, the people that want to be free in Jesus' name. You will release them instantly, right now. Now just say, Lord Jesus, I'm going to take a deep cough and you're going to deliver me right now in Jesus' name. Take a deep cough and they're coming out right now. Every one of them out. All of the fantasy spirits come. Every devil of witchcraft, every handler, every mind-controlling spirit, every devil that has come in to rob, kill, and steal, come out now instantly. Now just cough them right out. That's it. That every one. All of them. We don't have to name each one of you. All of you. Everything. Just leave in the name of Jesus. Now just raise your hands and say, Holy Ghost. Fill me and all of those empty places with your Holy Spirit. That's right. Start praising him right now. Holy Ghost is coming in right now, right now. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I bet you a lot of you feel a lot better, don't you? Go ahead. Amen. Uh, I'll give that number out again. If you'd like to call in for prayer tonight or share a testimony or ask a question, Dr. Pat, Number is 917-889-2745. Um, Dr. Pat, for those that do not have long distance and would love to call in, but they they do not have the long distance, I'm going to give out a special toll-free number tonight. You okay. can call in at toll-free 877-806-2482. Again, 877-806-2482, and uh, that won't be any charge to you. You're welcome to use that number tonight. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, it's been a very informative night, to say the least. You never know where this stuff is going to go. You know, that's the truth, Dr. Pat. And uh, there's been a lot of attacks from the enemy this week. Uh, I shared a couple uh, prayer requests with you that I heard of. Uh, One of them was um, Pastor Carl Henderson over in the Philippines. He and his wife... Uh, they're missionaries from the U.S. to the Philippines, and they do uh, a deliverance school over there. And basically, they'll hold uh, conferences there, church, and they'll train people to go out and, and move in deliverance. And they'll have as many as 200 people at a time to go through the school out there in the training. It's like a deliverance 101, you know. And um, yeah, they they came back to the states to take a take a break, visit, I guess, some family. And while they were here, they were asked to preach. And the, the first place they went to preach. Some demons manifested in the service, and, uh, you know, I don't think they had ever dealt with that before. So, you know, he cast them out in Jesus' name, and the demon said, you know, who are you and where did you, how do you know this? You know, how do you know about deliverance? (laughs) I mean, that's pretty bad. Um, So uh, they go on, I think he preached again, and then we got a word a few days ago that uh, his wife had come under attack, and I believe it to be a witchcraft attack. She had a sudden pain in her stomach. And then she ends up in a hospital up in Illinois, and, um, whoa, um, they thought she might have cancer. So, uh, But before the show's over again, I wanted to have you pray. And we've got our first caller on the line. Um, All right. Let's take our first caller. Okay, and this caller is from Canada. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Pat, this is Mary calling you. Hi, Mary. How are you? 
Well, I'm having a problem, but otherwise, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going on? Oh, you're not going to believe what happened here. The house is under attack. Um, just quickly, my mother died uh, the middle of August, and um, every, the house is up for sale, and all kinds of people are coming in, and we hired um, an auctioneer to come in and, you know, do a house sale and put prices on the, you know, all my mom's belongings and things. Mm-hmm. And I found out um, all these people were Mormons. I didn't know that. My brother arrived from out west. He's an atheist. Um, there was a spaceship out the other night, and I rebuked it in Jesus' name, and That's it wouldn't scary, go away. It? Huh? it wouldn't. Not no, right away. Not right away. It was hiding up there, and uh, okay. but it didn't. I just said I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I said it really loud, and then it took off. But wow. the next day, all over the Montreal papers. Um, there were sightings of that UFO, and that night, I was sexually assaulted by demons. So I don't know what's going on. Well, you know, it's, it's we've been talking about faith a lot, uh, intermixed with this message, and a lot of Christians get under attack and can't get out because of lack of faith. And uh, you see, the thing is, is you get faith through reading the Word and listening to programs like this. And when you, when you see the power of God, then, then uh, your faith increases little by little every day. Mm-hmm. And so it's a matter of faith. Now, I see that some people were, are questioning about the spaceship, and I want to just make a remark about that before we go further. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I personally, personally believe that these manifestations are uh, fallen angels. Yes. And uh, the Bible describes chariots of the devil and chariots of God uh, over in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, uh, whenever you find them, you are binding a force from a different dimension that have come over into this dimension. And uh, I've known many people that have seen them and taken authority and bound them. And what happens is they disappear. And they may not have, because devils cannot stay if you take authority in the name of Jesus. And so they might not have disappeared when you first found them, but you kept on until... So they knew that you meant what you meant, and they disappeared. And so that's what I believe of them. But go ahead and tell the rest of your story. Yeah, well, no, that's exactly what happened. They wouldn't go away right away. Um, See, I went outside, and I have Okay, that's enough enough of that. Let's get on with the rest of your story, okay? Oh, okay. Well, well, I'm just really concerned about the, the sexual assault that happened in here. And there's... Um, something in the house because it kicked my brother down the stairs out going out the front door. My brother only has one leg. He's on crutches. He lost his leg above the, the left knee. And he was pushed, and he couldn't figure that out. This is the, my brother. He's an atheist. So there's okay, something let's, going on. Let's, let's handle the sexual assault first. Who's being sexually assaulted? Me. I really totally freaked out. Well, tell us what's happening. Well, I just, huh, how do I put this delicately? 
Shannon, close your ears. <laughs> we don't. We're we're not going to judge you. We just no. don't know. No, it's just, I I don't know. I I sort of I I don't know how to even describe it. I was awake. I was asleep. I was. Um, I don't even know if it was sleep paralysis because I don't even remember trying to move. I was just so totally freaked out what was physically happening to my body. Um, what time okay. of the night did it happen? Was it like uh, 3 or 4 in the morning? Any idea? I, I don't know. I don't have a clock in my room. Uh, it was it was dark. It was night. Um, okay, now... Let me tell you what uh, let me tell you what uh those spirits are. The spirits are called Osmodius and Asmodius. And uh they are spirits that uh control sex. They control sex in marriages and in the people of the world. They cause people to lose their sexual identities and become homosexuals and uh, get confused about sex. They cause wives to become frigid, husbands to become impotent. Uh, They are marriage dividers, and they are marriage, uh, they are interested in marrying people. And in Africa, we came across many women that had sexual, spiritual sexual husbands, they called them and that they would live with their sexual husbands and and never marry. And if they tried to marry a physical person, that demon would either kill them or kill uh, the the mate that they marry. And these things are real. Uh, we dealt with them in Africa. I saw one kill a person here in Mar- America. That was a 40-year-old woman. She went to another church, and she was 45 years old and had always wanted to get married. And uh, she got married on a Saturday night. And come Sunday morning, uh, that demon uh, had killed her. And uh, so uh, when we we called uh, the lady, the pastor called, Bishop Kenko, and he said that spirit of Asmodeus. And so that spirit is prevalently known as Asmodeus and Osmodeus over in Africa, and over in America is known as Incubus and Succubus. And I've you heard might this. be well, you might be surprised to know that they even had a movie out sometime back called that, probably ten years ago. Yes. And and so um, it's a sexual spirit. Now, um, what do you do when this spirit comes at night? This is the first time. No, actually, this is the second time it's happened. And well, what did time, you do? What did you do? Well, at first I was stunned because, um, oh, how do I put this delicately? I was, you know... Were you dreaming or were you awake when this happened? Oh, no, I was awake. And I was, you know, when you have relations with a man and you have fun and, you know, the firecrackers. Well, we know about what did you say or do when that happened to you? Well, this physical thing was happening to me. All of a sudden, I saw demons. It's the first time I've ever seen them. And then when, when I got my wits about me, 
um, that's when I just, all I could scream was Jesus in my head. Mm-hmm. You were paralyzed. I had to scream it like maybe seven times, eight times, I don't know, over and over. Well, you were paralyzed with fear, right? I, I was totally shocked. No, actually, I wasn't afraid, Pat. I was shocked what was happening to me. Well, why couldn't you scream the name Jesus? Because I was so shocked. I was stunned. I, I, I couldn't believe uh-huh. this was happening. All right, and then what did you do? That's when I screamed out Jesus' name as soon as I figured out what was going on. That and this so was wrong. Verbally, I was screaming. Hmm? But you were eventually verbally able to scream his name out? Only in my mind. Okay, okay. You screamed it in your mind. Did it work? Yes. Well, it took seven, eight times saying the name over and over and over. Okay. Now, here's what I want to tell you. The name of Jesus is powerful, and it works, okay? But those spirits that come in, I want you to tell me, where have you been in the last few days? that a spirit would come in and and sexually attack you. Have you been to a church? No. Have you been to a meeting? Uh, No. As as I said, there were a lot of Mormons in the house setting up for uh, this sale for my mother's belongings. Okay, that's probably where they came from then. Uh, So, pardon? There's been a lot of people coming in the house, real estate salespeople and clients, because the house is for sale. Okay, now here's the thing. When strangers come into your house, and this is for everybody to hear, what you have to do is you have to take authority and you have to clean your house after all of them leave. Uh, You have to find every devil, cage them, and command them to leave in the name of Jesus. And uh, when, I'm writing when this you, down. <laughs> bind okay. Them. You bind them, Matthew 18, 18. Mm-hmm. You, can, you command them to go into the cage. Ask Father to send the angels to get them out of the house in Jesus' name. Now, no devil. Are you a Christian? Oh, absolutely. Now, if you're a Christian, there is no devil that has any right to touch your flesh at all and particularly to uh, 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 to rape you. So they have uh, physically, uh, just like a, a worldly raper would come in and rape you, a spiritual raper came in and raped you. That's what so, happened. How's that well, happen? Here's, well, because you let the people come into your house and you didn't clean it out afterwards. Oh, okay. Now, here's what I want you to do and. And uh, Omega Man is going to be in agreement with you as you pray. And he may want to add something after you get through praying, okay? Mm-hmm. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I belong to you. I belong to you. I'm a child of God. I am a child of God. And I'm asking you today. And I am asking you today. To bind every devil in my house. To bind every devil in my house. And every devil in me. And every devil in me. That came in from this assault. That came in from this assault. 
And I ask you, Lord Jesus. And I ask you, Lord Jesus. That you will deliver me and my house. That you will deliver me and my house. From every perverted spirit. From every perverted spirit. From religious spirits. From religious spirits. Doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons. And every Mormon spirit. And every Mormon spirit. And every spirit that talks to the dead. And every spirit that talks to the dead. I ask you to deliver me. I ask you to deliver me. And cage these devils. And cage these devils. And make them come out now. And make them come out now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. To take a deep breath and let them go. In the name of Jesus. Let them go. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, they're right. Everyone. All. Just come up and out. Up and out. Everyone. Nothing can... They're coming out. Don't excuse you. We're not blaming you. Just pop them on out. That's okay. That's what you're supposed to do. They're coming out. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. Oh, I'm going to be sick. Just the name of Jesus. That's good. Just let it come up. Let it come up. If you have to run to the bathroom, run. Oh, Just I let it come up. I have, I have something here. Oh. Let it come up. <coughs> out. Out. We bind the strong man, the blocking spirits in the name of Jesus. Oh, Every devil that's holding those things in that woman, you have no right. We encage you and there they come. Yes, that's right. All of them, all of them. Nothing can stay. Every single one. In the name of Jesus, the blood is against you. All of you, all of you. Nothing can stay. Legions, we speak to you in the name of Jesus and break your powers right now. Come out, come out, come out, all we cleanse her with the blood of the Lamb. We cage you. You have no power to stay. We command you to weaken. All you can do is go right into that cage. In the name of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb. No, this is not staged. This is called deliverance. Amen. Frank. In Jesus' name, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood of Jesus. All inside of her mind, over her sexual organs. All of it. All of it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Nothing can stay. Nothing can stay. Every devil that came to rob, kill, and steal, you are bound. Every perverted sex spirit that came in, you are bound. Nothing can stay. In Jesus' name. Bruce, you wanted to work on this a little bit? Praise God. Oh, I'm sweating. That's okay. They're coming out. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Go ahead, Bruce. Father God, we ask that in agreement here with Dr. Pat and with the listeners out there, we ask that you would loose warrior angels down right now into Mary's house to encircle the house right now. We saturate her atmosphere with the blood of Jesus. I'm not talking to you, Mary. I'm talking to the strong man in you. We bind you, strong man. We bind you, gatekeeper. Come out in Jesus' name. Any spirits of incubus or succubus, Asmodeus, Osmodeus, we rebuke you and loose her right now. 
in Jesus Christ's name. Any demonic spirits in there, come out in Jesus' name. And we command those spirits to go smaller. Shake shift to small. Shake shift to small right now. Take your smallest forms right now. Come out. Come out. Take a deep breath. Deep breath. Blow them on out. All of them. All of them. Oh. Wow. Every one of them. Just take another one. Oh, what was that noise? That was the spirit coming out. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh. In the name of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb. The Looser right now, in Jesus' all name. All of them. All of them. All of them. Come out. The blood of the Lamb. Come out in Jesus' name. The blood of the Lamb. All fear. All terrorizing spirits. Come out right now. Oh, my God. Every binding spirit to her sexual organs. We bleed oh. the blood of her. Right now, we bind up Kundalini spirits in the name of Jesus. We cut its tail off. We cut up Leviathan. We cut its tail off. Come out. Right now. Right now. All spirits that came in through Mormonism. Looser in Jesus' name. Let her go. Vipers, come out. Everyone, Python. Cut them out the roof in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Come out. Pour the blood of Jesus down your throat Immediately. Come out. Immediately. Instantly, right now, immediately, we break the power of shame over her in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, all shame, guilt, leave right now in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. You cannot choke her. You cannot harm her. You cannot rest. You cannot. uh, You cannot wretch her. Come out instantly, peacefully, in the name name of Jesus, everyone, everyone, all, 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 everyone. Come out, that's Kundalini, I break your powers in the name of Jesus, and you come out. Come out, come out, you loose our throats. Right now. Loose your throat right now in the name of Jesus. I command your big head to go small in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. Loose blindness on all demons in Jesus. Immediately. Come out. Loose your fire on the demons in Jesus. Come out of your throat right now. Come out. Loose them through with your arrows, Father God, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Honey, take, take a deep cough and cough the rest of them out. You can do that. Yes. Loose the fear of the Lord on these demons in Jesus' it's name. It's still there. It's a bird spirit. Father God, loose your bird in the name of Jesus. Angels. Come out. Come out. Cut the roots in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. The name of Lord Jesus. Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. We quit the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Loose her now in Jesus' name. We plead blood. We plead the blood. We plead God, the blood. God, your angels to go inside and drive all the demons out with a sword of the Lord in Jesus' name. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, Mary, Mary, say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come in. Come in. And burn them out. And burn them out. Oh. In Jesus' name. Oh, in Jesus' take name. Take a deep breath and let the Holy Ghost come in and burn. 
Oh, there's He'll something come. in my chest. He's going to burn him out right now. You will lose. You will lose. Demons in the chest. Loose her now in come Jesus' out. name. Come out. Everyone. Holy Ghost burn. Come out in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost burn. Holy Ghost burn. Your own fire. Your own fire. Come out. Come out. Your own fire. You're going to a cinder right now. We find your forms in the name of Jesus. We find command you to get small. Get small and come out easily. 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 Every strong man. Oh, there's something in my chest. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. All spirits of infirmity, come Come out out in Jesus' name. Come out. We cut you up in little pieces right now. My lungs are wheezing. Little pieces. Lord, make her lungs strong. We bind the spirit of death right now. You're loose and loose. Loose and loose. God, fill her with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Loose and loose. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Angels of God. Choke them out in Jesus' name. Pull them out, angels of God. The blood of Jesus. Here he comes. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come I had to take my glasses off. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I oh, saw it when it came out. Uh, well, it was a blob. It was a blob. What color is it? Um, well, I don't know. Flecky. <laughs> was that a nest, Dr. Pat? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to ask her, do you smoke? I, I used to. Okay. Uh, my, mom uh, let me tell you. my mom was a heavy smoker in the house. Okay, let me tell you something. A lot of times that cigarette spirit will come out. It'll look like a jellyfish. Is that what it looks like? Yeah, it did. Okay. Wow. And see, you might not have smoked for years, but the spirit was still in there. Oh, no, I quit, ha- I quit not that long ago, a couple months. Well, okay, but the spirit stays until it's driven out. Now, oh, while she's taking a rest, just breathe in the Holy Ghost and start poisoning, and all of you in the chat room and listening, if you smoke, if you smoke, I want you to, in the name of Jesus, take a deep breath and say, cigarettes, calmant, go, in the name of Jesus right now. Cigarettes, calmant, go, in the name of Jesus. I bind up. Fear over Frank Wright right now in the name of Jesus and command that out of him yes. in Jesus' name. Just cough it out, Frank. It has to leave. It's found. In the name of Jesus. Oh, excuse me. Ah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What was that? Hey, that was another one coming out. That was another one. Aren't you wonderful? You feeling pretty good? Say, Holy Ghost. Oh, Holy Ghost. Come in. Come in, please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise Hallelujah. Fill up, fill up, fill up. Oh, yeah. Fill oh, up. Thank you, oh, yes. Thank Amen. You. From oh, your oh, head sure. to your feet. Head to your feet. <laughs> Overflowing with the joy of the Lord is her oh. strength. Oh. oh, we ask 
God that you go in and heal all of those places that the devil has hurt, that the devil has torn up. Heal her organs. Heal her breath. Heal her chest. We command all cancer spirits to go. And uh, those infirm spirits, uh, what do they call a man? Uh, Emphysema. Come out. Come out. Yes. It's yeah, still there? Is it well, still there? Well, it's emphysema coming out. <coughs> the spirit of infirmity. Amen. Oh. Amen. Now, just fill those places, God. Fill them up, fill them up, fill them up now. Oh. Overflow. Oh, wonderful. Is wonderful. When I quit smoking, I should have done this? No, you didn't know how to do this. You're doing oh. this tonight because God's given you an opportunity. Oh, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling, Mary? Well, I'm feeling a lot better. I feel light. Yeah. Uh, I stopped sweating. That's because the spirits have gone. Well, I stopped sweating, but I'm hot. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, it does. You're gonna now. I want you to get the word of God going on you and in you. Do you have it on the tape? The word of God. What What do you mean? My Bible. Yeah, the King James Version. You know, Omega Man. It yes, would be ma'am. good. If, it, it would be good if you could get the King James and put it on your website, Excellent, so that they could just call it down. Amen. Uh, oh, Amen. Okay. Well, I have my Bible right here beside me. Okay, get in the Word and read it. And if you can call it down uh, off of the internet, King James Version to play an MP3. And just play it over you as you sleep tonight. You'll feel a lot better. Come tomorrow, you're going to feel like a million dollars. Oh, okay. I don't know how to do the M3P thing. I was just in a chat room earlier today, and they were trying to teach me about iPods and stuff. Oh, well, you go back in the chat room, and they'll teach you all about that stuff, okay? <laughs> okay. God bless you, Pastor Pat. Okay. Mary, um... Write Dr. Pat and I and send us a testimony. And before you go, Father God, I ask that you to loose warrior angels down right now to encircle her in her house, to stand guard over her as she sleeps. And we break any hexes and vexes and curses and spells, any witchcraft, any demon spirits away from her and command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold in Jesus' name. We ask God you put the wall of fire and the Holy Spirit come through this computer in Jesus' name to the people in the chat room. Name. Amen. 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 Hooray, Thank you, Mary. Mary. And oh, listen. Lord have mercy. Thank you. I think I need to go off and cough some more, too, and read the Bible. Uh, that's all right. And <laughs> and every time you cough, you just say, Lord, fill that empty places with your Holy Ghost and your blood. And we command every time you cough that those things are caged and an angel is standing right beside you to take them to the feet of Jesus. Oh, and we okay. command all of the things in the house to go with them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So that Thank you, Mary. Okay. That sex one is gone, too? Yep. Okay. God bless you both. Thank you so much. God bless you. Amen. I hope Thank the Lord you. blesses both of you and comes down and kisses you both on the nose tonight. <laughs> well, we'll make sure it's Jesus, I can guarantee you. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. After the part about touching, I'm sorry. Forgive me. <laughs> That's okay. All right. God bless, God bless you. you both. I'll hang up now. Thank you so much. Okay. God bless. All right. Bye-bye. That was Mary from Canada, and we've got uh, the lines lighting up. If you'd like to call in for prayer tonight or 
share a testimony or speak to Dr. Pat, the number is 917-889-2745. Let's go to the next line. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Yes, uh, caller, you are on the air. Okay, caller, uh, if you could turn down your radio, you're getting a little bit of feedback there. Hello? Yes, how are you tonight, sir? Oh, good. Yes, sir, you're on the air with Dr. Pat. Hi, Dr. Pat, I'm here. Hey, how are you doing? doing? I'm doing great. Oh, uh, pretty good. Uh, this is uh, Richard. Uh, yeah, I just have uh, one question. Um, I've been seeing my uh, grandmother in a nursing home, and the question that I have is uh, uh, basically uh, what attacks the mind. She has uh, Alzheimer's. I know a lot of people in the you know, nursing home have Alzheimer's, and I just would like to know what spirit is behind it and what can I um, do. Uh, I have been going there, seeing her. And one of the things that I, I did notice, and I never said anything to her about um, doing it, all of a sudden she just started coughing. Yeah. Well, you can pray over her and bind up the spirit of Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and you can command that to come out in the name of Jesus and put okay. your hands on her head and ask Jesus to heal her mind. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. I'll do that. Oh, okay. okay. Good. I'll do that. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless you for calling in. We've got another call from Canada. Uh, stand by. Okay, caller from Canada. You're on the air with Dr. Pat. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hi. Good evening. Um, Dr. Pat, Shannon, I'm glad I'm on the air. Just want to share a quick testimony, and then I'd like to have some prayer testimony is this. Uh, I came across your website about six months ago. Since I was three years old, uh, I've been, tor- been tormented by the incubus spirit. Didn't have much knowledge with it. You know, I uh, tried to look for deliverance, couldn't get anywhere, but came across your ebook, started reading them, and started reaching out for deliverance, and God connected me with a deliverance team in Ottawa, and I got totally set free. And uh, Praise God. <laughs> the manifestations were so bad that in the uh, spiritual to the physical, I would uh, feel and smell the uh, ejaculation while I was getting raped, right. and God totally set me free. And, uh, you know, I'm praying for a husband, and I think all this time, too, that spirit is really wicked, and we'll try to stop you from getting married as well. That's so right. Just uh, would give you God do this? Would mm-hmm. you do this? Write Omega Man a testimony about that and giving the name of the deliverance team that worked over you and go check them out and maybe you'll want them on the air. Amen. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, now, actually, uh, that let's, deliverance. Mm-hmm. Let's break the power of Asmodeus over your life. How old okay. are you? 28. Okay. Father, we break all powers yes. of Asmodeus and Asmodeus, Asmodeus over my sister's life in the name of Jesus, and you cannot stop her from doing anything. We cage you and all of your intentions, all of your powers over her. And if you came in her at birth, we break every curse coming down her family lines, mother and father, in the name of Jesus, and you will loose every curse shown over in Deuteronomy 28, and you will come out of her immediately, instantly, now, in Jesus' name, just take Amen. a deep breath and blow it out. 
But whatever. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, the blood over her sexual organs. I want to ask you a question since we don't know you and nobody knows you. You can be very honest about it. Uh, have you had any sexual affairs with men unmarried to them? Yes. Okay, I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And I want all of the people in the room to to say this. Do what I'm telling her to do if you've had sexual affairs with other women or men aside from your wife, Okay. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For all of the sexual things that I have done. For all of the sexual things that I have done. Uh, with uh, men. With women. With men. Did you have any women, honey? Yes. And women, okay. Lord. And women. In and women. Jesus' name. In, In Jesus', Jesus name. Now, Lord, I now, Lord, ask you to forgive me. Lord, I ask you to forgive me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And tonight. And tonight. I forgive all of those women. I forgive all of those women. And I forgive all of those men. And I forgive all of those men. And I ask you to save them. And I ask you to save them. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I ask you, Lord. And I ask you, Lord. To deliver me. To deliver me. And cage every devil. And cage every devil. That came into me. That came into me. From this. From this. Sexual acts. And I ask you, Father, that every person, that every person in their family lines, in their family lines, that have come into me, that have come into me, from both sides of their families, from both sides of their family, ten generations back, ten generations back. Go into the cage. Go into the cage. And in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus. I renounce them. I renounce them. I renounce Asmodeus. I renounce Osmodius. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Incubus. Incubus. Succubus. Succubus. And all of the perverted spirits. And all of the perverted spirits. And command them to go into the cage. And I command them to go into the cage. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now take a deep cough and let them go. Out. <coughs> Everyone. Out. <coughs> all. <coughs> Everyone. Out. <coughs> Everyone. Out. We bind up fear over people that don't know what's happening in the name of Jesus. We cover them with the blood in Jesus' name. Oh, that's right. You're doing great. Oh, here they come. Here they come. Here they come. 
Here comes the Who's whole nest of out, out, out. The whole Who's bunch of yes. Here they come. Yes. Come out, Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Your blood. Thank you, Lord. Wonderful. Amen. We bind up the spirit of Kundalini, cut his tail, Leviathan. We cut your tail off right now. We command you to come out. We cut you up in little pieces and command you to come out right now. Python, we cut you up, your tail. You know, when you cut your tails off, they just slide out. They can't, they, what they do is they keep on working, honey. We're still hanging in there. Uh, what they do is they take their tails and, like, Kundalini will lock it down under a bone in your tail. And when a deliverance minister is trying to get it out, it, it's got an anchor. So that's why they have to wrestle with it for so long. But if you cut the tails off, they don't have an anchor and they just fly right out. Come on out. Come out in. Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. Come out. The blood. Jesus' name. The blood. Everyone. All. 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 Yes. 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 Come out. Make yourself small. Big chip. Make yourself small. Get small. Get small. Smaller. Demons, make yourself small and weaken. And weaken. In the name of Jesus. Make yourself small. You have no authority. You have no authority. No. No. Amen. Say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Come in. Uh, come in. And burn. And burn. All these spirits out. All these spirits out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, Jesus. Jesus. I ask you to save me. I ask you to save me. Fill me with your blood. Fill me with your blood. And the Holy Ghost. And in the Holy Ghost. And take a deep breath and just let them all out. Come out. Yes. Come out of Jesus. Yes, the blood. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. Now, these things will not come back if you Amen. close the door. That means mm-hmm. that you go and sin no more. Right. And you keep yourself filled with the things of God, the Word of God. Stay in fellowship with real believers. Stay mm-hmm. close to this radio show and the uh, others that are preaching the Word uh, mm-hmm. on Block uh, Radio. Uh, Omega Man, tell her some of the names of those preachers that you know. Yes, ma'am. Um, on the Blog Talk Network, we've got um, Spirit Fire mm-hmm. and On Fire with Bombs, B-A-M-H-S. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are two broadcasts you want to tune into on Blog Talk. We've also got the Repent Radio. And um, if you go over to the OmegaManRadio.com website, we have links straight over to Dr. Pat Holliday, Miracle Internet Church, and some of the other deliverance ministries that we have found. 
that uh, you can you can click on and get some more material. Let me ask yes. you a question: Have you ever dabbled in witchcraft? When you ever played with a Ouija board? When I was fourteen and fifteen, like I, I got a lot of deliverance. I believe I don't know um, if you're picking that up. Uh, yes, when I was fifteen, I was curious and I dabbled into it for maybe a week, and then I got caught with my mom and she made me throw out the books and to stop doing it. So, Just some books on uh, on witchcraft in general on Wicca. Uh, when I was like 15, I'm going back, uh, you know, uh, a long time ago. So if you're in agreement with us right now, which you are, we stand in the gap for you, and we cut all generational curses that have come down through witchcraft. We mm-hmm. cut all ties to witchcraft. We, I'm not mm-hmm. talking, I'm talking to the demonic spirit in you. I bind the strong man and the gatekeeper, and I bind all spirits that came in through witchcraft. Come out of her right now. In Jesus' name, in the name of the Lord Jesus. rebuke you. Loose her right now. Any demonic spirits that came in through witchcraft, we bind you and command you to go. In Take Jesus' name. Take a deep name. breath. Call them out. Call them out. Let them go. Let them go. Out. All of you. We break Come all the Jesus cords. Name. We break the ties. We break the ley lines coming to you. We break all witchcraft, hexes, curses, spells. Yes. Blood sacrifices. Uh. Human and animal, mm-hmm. and we command them to come out now. Come out now. Asking God that you can loose your angels down right now to cut the strings attached to these demons, to the principalities mm-hmm. and the powers up in the second heaven, in Jesus' name. Apply the blood of Jesus to you right now. Command any other yeah. demonic spirit hiding in there, loose yourself right now. Come out of her in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and ask the Holy Ghost to come in. Come on, Burn them out, Lord. Burn them, Lord. Come in. And burn them out. Burn them out. Burn them out. Burn them out. In the name of Jesus. The blood of the Lamb. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Okay, now just lift your hands and say, Baptize me with the Holy Ghost. Baptize me of the Holy Ghost. Okay, now take a deep breath and praise Him. Thank you, Jesus, Just Father. Butt in. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, 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 Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. How are you feeling? Thank you. Great. Great. You feel great. You got yeah, some I peace feel... in your mind. Yes, I do. Um, one reason why I, I called was for agreement in prayer. Um, the Lord's used me a lot in business here in, here in my city, and I come from a background of, in business, and um, my father, up in, about 20, 15 years ago, started gambling and he gambled everything away cars house the whole business and uh i'm noticing in business that i'm having some kind of like almost like a financial uh witchcraft over me i don't know how to explain it um three years ago there was um half a million dollars stolen um from a business group that i was involved in and that money was supposed to go towards a project and the one week before that happened, I had an eagle 
come into the city and land right on top of the roof of my office, right over my uh, entrance door. And this eagle caught another bird and ripped it to uh, sheds and had blood over his face. And the way I found out is I looked outside and it was raining feathers and I went out and, and saw that. And then a week later, that's when this uh, man who I had led to the Lord conned us for $495,000. And I have okay. not been able to... Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Was yeah. anyone in your family a Mason? A Mason? I come uh-huh. from a Persian background. I'm, I'm Iranian. And, uh, okay. How is, about Islam? There is some Islam, yes. The whole country became Islamic, so everyone had but to renounce. in your family? In your family? In my family? Yes, yes, there is Islamic, but there's Islamic witchcraft, too. I understand. That's what we're getting mm-hmm. at. Here's what Zoroastrianism. Yes, definitely. Here's what I want you to do. Say, Lord yes. Jesus. Lord Jesus. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I believe in you. I believe in you. The Bible says. The Bible says. That family curses come down to the third to the fourth generation. Family curses come down to the third or the fourth generation. For those who hate you. To those that hate you. And I ask you today. And I ask you today. That you will deliver me. That you would deliver me. From my family curses. from, From my family curses. Coming down. Coming down. From Islam. From Islam. And everything. And everything. Else. 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 That is shown over in Deuteronomy 28. That's shown over in Deuteronomy chapter 28. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I ask you to find these curses. Father, I ask you to bind these curses. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. A false religion. A false religion. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. And every curse against my inheritances. And every curse against my inheritance. (laughs) And every stealing devil. And every stealing devil. Is bound. It's bound. I am no longer under the curse. I am no longer under the curse. And all of the curses shown in the Bible. And all of the curses shown in the Bible. I bind them. I bind them. And break them. And break them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I command them to go into the cave. And I command them to go into the cage. To take a deep breath and cough them out. <laughs> out. Come out. Out. All of them. Come out. Everyone. All of them. All that witchcraft. All. Everyone. Everyone. All. All spirits of All. Zoroastrianism, come out in Jesus' name. Yeah. Come out. Come out in Jesus' name. Let her free. Let her free. 
you people over in the chat room, Lord rebuke if she's family. getting deliverance, she can get delivered Come out from masonry and witchcraft Loose her in and false religion, Mormonism. All Zoroastrianism. You can get delivered from everything. Come out in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Nothing can stand. Nothing can stand. Nothing can stand. Nothing. Amen. Now say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I belong to you. I belong to you. Spirit, go. The Spirit. Go in. Let it go. Come out. Go into the hell in Jesus. Make yourself small. Shape shift into a small devil. We know that you can make different appearances. Come out. Cut the roots Come out. Come out. All four. Everything. Come out. Come out. The blood of the lamb. The blood of the lamb. The blood. Jesus' name. The blood. The blood. Come out. Come out. Everything. Come out. Everything. Come out. Everything. Come out in Jesus' name. Everything. We break and burn all the roots and cords to this thing. In the name of Jesus. My tabernacle is spoiled, and all my cords are broken. My children are gone forth of me. They are not. There is none to stretch forth my tent anymore. I set up my curtain. So now you're bound, defeated, and go. Go. In the name of Jesus. Go now in Jesus' name. All foul spirits. Everyone. Nothing can stay. The blood is against you. The blood is against you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, you and Lord, feel me. Say, I claim. I, I claim. The blessings of Abraham. The blessings of Abraham. According to Galatians. According to Galatians. Cursed is he. Cursed is he. That hangeth on the tree. That hangeth on the tree. For I have been redeemed. For I have been redeemed. From the blood of the Lamb. From the blood of the the Lamb. By the blood, not from, but by some... I'm going by memory, honey. By the blood of the Lamb. 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 Holy Jesus. Holy Jesus. Release. Release. Back to me. Back to me. Everything. Everything. That the devil has stolen. Everything that the devil has stolen. From me. From me. Sevenfold. Sevenfold. You said if we catch a thief. Father, you said if we catch a thief. He has to pay us back sevenfold. He has to pay us back sevenfold. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now we release the glory of God, the power of God, to come into you, the favor of God to come into you. And the Bible says in Proverbs that my people have no lack. He says the unbelievers have lack. And any unbeliever that has cursed you, that sent that eagle 
to make a blood sacrifice over your roof, we command all of these devils to go back to that person in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, that blood sacrifice is made null and void concerning your finances and your life from this day forward. And in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory of God, that Lord Jesus, that you will send your warring angels to protect her, that you will build a hedge around her that no serpent can come through, that you will build a wall of fire around her and her household in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will make her every bit whole. Now, do you have an infirmity in your body? Um, not that I know of. Well, I, I've been suffering with insomnia and, um... What about in your sexual organs? Um, when we were praying and breaking those soul, uh, ties and all that stuff, I was feeling like as if, like, there was, like, an open portal over my sexual organ. It was really, like, stuff was leaving and, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Father Not God, I we, bind, we bind every curse over the sexual organs in the name of Jesus, and mm-hmm. we break the powers of the devil to try to give her an illness in the sexual organs, and we redeem her from all the curses of, uh, of uh, having sex with other men and all of those diseases that mm-hmm. come with us. We command those things to be bound and come out of her right now in the name of Jesus. The blood of the land. The blood of the land. Amen. Now, your brother, is he a Christian? No. Okay, everybody pray for What's his name? Um, Sonny. Everybody pray for Sonny. And Mary, in the name of Jesus. Sarah, my and, sister. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still, okay. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> yes. in the name of Jesus, everybody's praying for you now. And in the name of Jesus, lift your hands and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and your gift of tongues. Just lift them up and praise the Lord right now. Thank you. He's Thank coming you. in right now. Overflow. Baptize her, Jesus. The word says that Jesus is the baptizer. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. 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 God. you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, you, will put in his pathways, workers in the field, that Mm -hmm. warring angels will surround him and attack all of those devils that are coming against him in Jesus' name. And we give you the glory and the praise for his salvation tonight in Mm -hmm. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sarah, you be blessed. Amen. I will. Amen. Sarah, uh, thank you for calling in tonight. Write Dr. Pat and I and share uh, with us uh, your testimony. And um, 
We'll stay in Absolutely. touch with you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. Hey, man. Sarah from Canada. Let's go to the next caller. Uh, caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Yes, caller, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Uh, I wanted to find out what, why why does it seem that you know some people get healed and some people don't when 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 they're prayed over. I mean, is there something missing on some of these? Uh, yes, there can be a lot of reasons for that. One mm-hmm. thing, the person, you know, a person's will is very much involved with prayer. Oh. And a person's faith is involved in prayer. And sometimes people have a faith that Jesus is real. And that's all they have. They've never heard, they, they don't believe in healing. All they believe is that he's real. And uh, so uh, that a block comes up uh, that stops them, a person like that, from being healed because that person's afraid that if they believe that Jesus will heal them and he doesn't heal them, then it will take away the little bit of faith that they have in him. Now, uh, many years ago, I ministered to a woman, and she was a uh, Christian scientist. And all the Christians uh, went to her hospital room, and her, her husband had to put up a block uh, to keep them away, because they were all coming in saying, Jesus will heal you, Jesus will heal you. And so um, one day I was typing, and I had bought some cassette tapes with the Word of God on them, and the Lord said, I want you to quit typing, take that cassette tape and some flowers, and go by her house right now. So I went by her house, and um, her husband knew me. I knew her from politics, not from Christianity. And he said, oh, she's in her room. You can go right in, uh, Pat. So I went in the room, and I said, "Uh, I brought you these tapes. It's the Bible on cassette tapes, and I'd like for you to give them to you. And she said, thanks. I've always wanted to have something like that. And then uh, she said, um, you know, Pat, when I was in the hospital, all these Christians came running and telling me, Jesus can heal me, and I don't believe that. And I had to get my husband to keep them from coming. And she said, I believe in Jesus. And I said, well, honey, have you ever asked him to save your soul? And she said, I think I have. And I said, well, why don't we just do that today? And I prayed with her that the Lord would save her soul. And she said the sinner's prayer. And uh, I didn't uh, try to uh, lead her into any kind of healing. The Lord just told me to pray for her soul, and that's what I did. And that woman is in heaven today. After she was, uh, After she died, her husband contacted me, and he said that was her favorite gift was the Word of God, and she played it over her every day. And after she died, somebody in the hospital came and stole those cassette tapes. And I said, well, praise God, maybe Jesus will do something to them. You know, the biggest healing 
that anyone can give is salvation. And so when I minister deliverance, I always lead the people in the sinner's prayer, and then we go after the spirits. If they're sick, we go after a healing for them, and then we we ask Jesus to baptize them with the Holy Ghost because he's the baptizer. And so that's one reason why some people might not get healed. Another reason that they might not get healed is there's sometimes people that have illnesses that they use to control their entire family. I've seen people over the years do that, like um, like take asthma. I saw a woman once, and when somebody would tell her something she didn't like, she would get an asthma attack. And then everybody in the whole uh, room would start uh, doing what she wanted them to do. There's many reasons for it. Who's getting deliverance now? You know, I thought that uh, some people also get it as a result of bitterness and unforgiveness. That's true. The demons come in that that, way. uh, uh, What that can do to a person, if you hate your mama, daddy, or anybody, and you don't forgive them, God said if you will not forgive those who have trespassed against you, God will not forgive you. Yes. So they're in a spiritual bondage that the devil can see, and he will slip in cancer, arthritis, or any kind of thing to them. And then what happens to them is that uh, they can become crippled or sick unto death. And so uh, when we see, many times I've seen people rise up out of wheelchairs, whenever uh, the Lord has specifically put things in, uh, showed me things about their past of unforgiveness or being in the occult or something like that through the discerning of spirits. And I begin to minister and call those spirits out, lead them in a prayer of renunciation, and they immediately get deliverance, strength comes into their bodies, and they jump out of the wheelchair. I've seen it all over yes. the world. And so there's a lot of reasons. Doubt and unbelief. The minister can have doubt and unbelief, by the way. Uh, I remember I was ministering in St. Augustine one time. And I taught on how we limit God with our minds. And I remember the first one that came up into the prayer line was a man that was crippled. And both of his knees were uh, like bow leg, and both of his knees were just inches from the floor. And wow. he was just dragging himself up on some crutches. And I looked at him, and I thought, uh-oh, now this guy is trying to ruin the miracle ministry that God is going to have tonight. Now, I was a baby Christian when this happened. And so I thought, I'll just pray for him. And he'll get slain in the spirit, and then God can do some miracles. Now, this would have been the biggest miracle in the room. And so that's what happened. He fell out, and I started ministering to the other people. And all of a sudden, everybody in the room were crying. And I turned to see what they were crying about. And that man's legs had straightened out, and he was up on his feet, running back and forth behind me. 
and everybody was crying. And let me tell you something. Uh, ministers have limitations, too. And back then, I was a baby Christian learning the ministry. And, of course, my faith took a giant leap just over that one miracle. And so there's many reasons why people don't get healed. Sometimes they're sick and they won't receive the fact that the deliverance ministry is real. And they say Christians can't have a demon. And so what is a a demon driver going to do? There was a pastor in town, and Richard Vineyard, who was one of the strongest deliverance ministers I personally have ever seen. Uh, I mean, I saw uh, braces pop out off of a a little boy's leg while he was just speaking, and he got, and his feet came into perfect shape. That's the type of deliverance ministry that man had. And um, Richard Vineyard uh, uh, taught us that uh, people that don't believe in deliverance shuts themselves many times off of the away from the healing ministries. And there was a pastor in town that got sick with uh, something, uh, cancer or something. And Richard Vineyard went over to him. He was Assembly of God. And Richard said, brother, he said, I can cast that out of you and you can live. And he said, I don't believe that. I don't believe that Christians can have a devil. And Richard said, well, I've seen them all over the world. And he said, well, I just don't believe it, and I will not let you pray for me. And that man died. So wow. there's many reasons for it. Caller, what is your first name? <clears throat> Hi, this is Eric. Uh, Eric, uh, yeah. you know Jesus Christ is your Savior? Yes, definitely. Are you battling yes, with any infirmity right now? Well, you know, I guess what I was going to say is not only just physical. What about, like, emotional issues with, uh, say, your wife and maybe uh, – you know, other issues that, you know, are not physical. They're just, um, you know, maybe there's a distance. Is there something that, you know, <laughs> when you pray, can you, I guess, does God hear your prayers to your thoughts? You speak out loud. Sometimes you don't know whether, you know, you're 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 praying enough. Uh, you, you have to speak outside your, with, with your mouth, or can you pray while you're laying in bed, you know, thinking, uh, and then, you know, that kind of thing. And and, and I guess what, what I what you asked me to answer that question is you know, more emotional, uh, maybe an attraction issue, just maybe become more attracted, you know, to my wife and, you know, just sort of, you know, that, that sort of, uh, you know, area where it's not physical, it's just, it's uh, sort of a distance. And uh, I don't know if God can, can heal that. Uh, God, uh, Jesus is the best psychiatrist in the universe, and he loves to heal people's marriages and their emotions, and uh, he uh, loves to uh, minister to the men that are close to him concerning their wives. Mm-hmm. And what I would suggest you to do is to go up on the uh, webpage, patholiday.com, mm-hmm. And I have uh, deliverance minist- uh, manuals up there. Uh, one is called Deliverance 101. One is called Basic Deliverance Manuals. And uh, they have spirits listed in them. And you can pray for your wife and just, as you pray, uh, bind 
those men, those devils and cage them, just like you've heard us doing. Or we can uh, pray for your wife today and cage them. Uh, would you like to pray for him, uh, uh, Brother Omega Man? Absolutely. For um, a healing on his wife's emotion. Well, actually, my, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. You know, just healing the marriage, healing, becoming, you know, uh, hearing, healing the marriage, you know, attraction, and just, I guess, going back to what, what a healthy marriage should be. Eric, have you been involved in any kind of Internet porn? No. No. Have you used drugs? No, I don't use that. It's, it's just, uh, just would love to feel, uh, I think I've just lost a lot of the emotion and, and, and desire, and I, I would love to, you know, it's been killing me, so I wanted to see if God can heal that. Are you still Are you uh, still with your wife? Are you all separated yes. right now? Yes, yes, we are. Okay. How about any, um, have you opened up any doorways through witchcraft? No, thank God, no. <laughs> they haven't dabbled in the occult? <laughs> no. Okay, that's good. Amen. So. Well, Father God, in Jesus' name, in agreement with Dr. Pat and with Eric, Right now, we lift Eric up and we lift his marriage up, Father God. God, you're able to restore a marriage between a man and his wife. So we're asking God for a healing to take place. We bind any marriage-breaking spirits which have been sent in there to attack Eric and his wife, to put a wedge in between them. We bind them in Jesus' name. We break any demonic attacks over Eric and his family in Jesus' name. We break all hexes and vexes and curses and spells, any witchcraft attacks, any demons that have been sent to destroy him and his home. We bind away from him and command him to go back to where they came from sevenfold. Eric, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the strong man inside of you. I bind the strong man, and I bind the gatekeeper, and I command him to be caged up in Jesus' name. I bind any foul spirits inside of you. I command you to loose Eric right now and come out of him in Jesus' name. Apply the blood of Jesus to you right now. I'm asking God, you Come out, take angels. a deep breath and just cough them out. Deep <laughs> breath, them. every one of them. That's right. Just let them go. All. Make yourself small, spirits, and just come out. You cannot choke him. You cannot wretch him. You will come out peacefully in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Loose them in Jesus' name. Uh, have you ever been abusive to your wife? No, no, no. Uh, in words? Just, just, well, in words? Uh, maybe in, in coldness and no okay. responsiveness. No. Okay. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I repent. I repent. For being cold. Being cold. And uncommunicative. And uncommunicative. With my wife. With my wife. I'm asking you to blow fresh love fire. Asking to blow fresh blood fire. Into my marriage. Into my marriage. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. And fill me with the Holy Spirit. Now take a deep breath. Holy Spirit, go in and burn. Burn them all out. Everyone. Nothing. Come with your Holy Spirit, God. Everyone. All. All. 
Put up Jesus. Everyone. All. Everyone. That's good. All. All. Heal. Now, you spirit of Asmodeus, Osmodeus, I bind you in this marriage. I command the spirit of Osmodeus to come out of this man right now. Come out. Abaddon, Apollyon, come out in Jesus' name. Beelzebub, come out. All of the fly spirits, come out. Everyone, all. We cage you. Come out. We cage you. Come out in the name of Jesus. The blood of the Lamb. 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 Thank you, Jesus. I want you to say with me, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I love you. I love you. I want you to be my personal Savior. I want you to be my personal Savior. Live in my heart. Live in my heart. And fill me. And fill me. With your Holy Ghost. With your Holy Ghost. Now, just lift your hands and let him minister to you right now. Healing. 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 Right now. Healing. Feel, God. Feel. Overflowing. Overflowing. Burn every spirit out. I bind a Kundalini spirit. I bind Kundalinga spirits in the name of Jesus. I bind every perverse spirit in the name of Jesus, and I command them to leave now. Bind in the cage. Out. Out. Take a deep breath, son. Let them go. Everyone. All. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, you praising. How are you feeling? Better. I, uh, you know, I definitely needed to praise, praise him. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, have you had sex with um, other people aside from your wife? Before, yes. Before marriage? Yes. Okay. Well, just close your eyes and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive all of those women. I ask you to forgive all of those women. And forgive me. Forgive me. For having fornication. For having fornication. And adultery. Adultery. Outside of marriage. Outside of marriage. I ask you to deliver me. Has to deliver me from all of those spirits. From all of those spirits that came into me. That came into me from all of those various family lines. <coughs> from all those various family lines on both sides. On both sides. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And now, Lord. Now, Lord. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I cage those spirits. I cage those spirits. 
and command every one of them connected. I command every one of them connected. To go into the cage. To go into the cage. I break the ley lines. I break the ley lines. The cords. Cords. The fragmented mind. Fragmented mind. And I command. Command. Those spirits. Those spirits. To loose me now. To loose me now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now call them out. Call all of them out. Everyone. Amen. 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 Now, there were no men, right? No, of course. No, no, okay. no. Well, see, no. I don't know you. Yeah, I'm, I just, I, I'm just covering every spot. Yeah. Okay. No, I know. And say, uh-huh. <clears throat> I did. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, did you have a womanizing spirit in your daddy coming down the family lines where members of your family were womanizers? No, no, you know, that was, uh, you know, it was, it was like the Waltons growing up. Uh, didn't have any of that. Okay. Uh, but, but, you know, I guess I have uh, brothers and, you know, it's, it's uh, growing up, uh, you know, being virile young men, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't realize how uh, how damaging the soul ties could be for, yeah. forever. Well, uh, they're but, all broken. In Jesus' name. Father God, I ask that you would loose the angels to go out and recover any bits of his fragmented soul, to find them and return them back and put them in the rightful order in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you feel pretty good? Yeah, much better. Thank you. Okay, keep in touch and write us your testimony, okay? Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Eric, for calling in. God bless you. Thank you. All right, we've got another caller here. Uh, caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Hi, my name is Irma. Hi, Dr. Hello, Irma. Pat. Hi, Irma. Um, I just need to um, ask you a question because I've been going through a lot in my workplace, and I yeah. would like to know the root cause and what I need to do because um, I know I'm a Christian and I need to walk in love, and there's a lot of gossip um, going on in my workplace superstitious talkings and um, very controlling spirits. And one night mm-hmm. also I have a um, dream about the python snake. And also mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of evil spirits in our workplace. Because the first time when I started working in our workplace, um, this spirit just came and pushed me down and I fell twice. And also I've been having um, dreams. I know God been talking to me because I've been praying about this because it's a burden I have to carry um, every day to my workplace. And mm-hmm. I know uh, as a Christian, it's very hard because I'm a Christian. Sometimes it's really hard for me because I, I know that I, I love everyone and, you know, they seem to be against me. Okay, and now, honey, we we get this all the time in the ministry. And yeah. one of the things that you that all of you Christians need to begin to understand is America has been taken over by the powers of darkness and witchcraft 
They're everywhere. They're in the churches. They're on your workplace. They're everywhere. But the Bible says you and Jesus make a majority. And you have to know that you are supposed to be, if there's ten witches and you're going to work every day and there's ten witches on your job, you and Jesus are a majority. And so what you do before you leave your home every morning, you take authority and you find the powers of witchcraft in your workplace. You forbid any of those spirits to attack you and your job. And you command them to be caged every single day. And what you do is you cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. You put the fire of the Holy Ghost, the wall of fire, the hedge of protection of God. Now, what that makes you like is when you come on your job, you're like a, a in war. You know these armors, uh, armor cars, where the guys get inside of them and they yeah. shoot darts at them and they can't hit them because they're protected by that shield that's all around them. That's the way every Christian are supposed to uh, to to walk. Uh, we are a majority, and Christians should be making those people afraid to come to work and feeling the power of God from them instead of the witches feeling you feeling the power of God coming from them. They're curses and hexes and spells and blood sacrifices should be. Falling off of you like somebody shooting at a tank over in Afghanistan. But the only way that can happen is for you to begin to increase your faith and believe it and uh, walk as a, as a person joined to the throne of God. And there's nobody that's going to pick a fight with Jesus. And he's your big brother. And he's got you protected. He's your rear guard. He's your uh, battle axe. And he's your battering rams. He's everything. And believe me, they are more afraid of you if you catch on to that than you should be of them. But we're going to pray for you anyway. Now, let me ask you what kind of church you go to. Um, a Baptist church. You go to a Baptist church? Yes, Mom. Uh, are they spiritual? Do they believe in the Holy Ghost? Um, a few of them speak in tongues, but it's not really, I don't really feel the spirit there. I just go because, um, right, but this moment I don't have a vehicle to the church that I used to go to. Um, yeah. And this one is close by in my neighborhood. That's why I go to the church. Okay. All right. Well, um, you do the, can I ask, sorry. Uh, wait a minute. You do the same thing when you go to church. Yes, you put your armor on every day. You do what I just told you after you hang up. Go back up on the Internet and listen to this show again so that you can get it entrenched in your spirit that you serve a mighty God. Now, where are you from? I'm from Belize. From Belize? That's a beautiful country. Thank you. What kind of church did you go to down there? Um, Pentecostal. I grew Uh up in Pentecostal. Uh, were any of your family into witchcraft, honey? Oh, yes. I've had called before, and you had the talk to me, my grandma. Okay. Yes. 
And uh, did I pray about the water spirits on you? Baptism? No, uh, I remember no, now, no. Dr. Pat. We uh, we broke one generational curse of uh, came into witchcraft to her grandmother. Yeah, and she received okay. the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but uh, we did not pray against the water spirits. Can you do oh, that? No. Yes. Okay. You do it, brother. Um, I'm still learning, Dr. Pat, about water spirits. Well, uh, I'm defer water to you. Spirit, yeah, water spirits are... Um, I have a, a, a book up on patholiday.com called Marine Spirits. Okay. And uh, water spirits are just spirits that uh, live under the sea. And Leviathan is a water spirit. There's a water spirit that comes into people that look like an octopus. Yeah. And uh, it is a mind-controlling spirit. And the octopus spirit grabs a hold to it. It has ten tentacles, and it grabs a hold of the various um, uh, organs of a person and causes them to be sick. And then there's a uh, squid spirit, and that spirit usually controls sugar diabetes. It has eight legs, and what that spirit does is it kills the people uh, through, uh, through cancers of their organs, their livers, and their lungs and things like that, and that's a water spirit. Now, the way they manifest is when when we were over in Bishop Canco's church, the people would come up and they would be casting out water spirits, but when they would start manifesting, they manifest just like you see a lot of these people manifesting in the third wave movement. They will... Uh, fall on the floor and they'll swim like a fish on the floor. They will stand up and put one leg behind them like a stork. Uh, They will uh, act like octopuses down on the floor. Uh, All kinds of, uh, like a crab. Uh, Sometimes if the Lord opened up your eyes to see the spirit manifesting, you would see like a crab. Or you would see like an octopus, you know, that type of a thing. Uh, God doesn't always open up our eyes to see these things. Sometimes what she does, what he does is he will give us a word of knowledge. Uh, okay. he would, he would say, uh, well, uh, see the, um, Leviathan spirit is a great big spirit that lives down in the yes. sea. Yes. And uh, it's a snake spirit, whereas uh, over in India, the Kundalini spirit is a, is a snake spirit that uh, appears like a cobra. And, uh, it, and I've seen people in Africa, when those cobra spirits manifest, uh, they actually, their necks will actually puff out like a cobra spirit. spirit's neck will do. And then they will hiss at you, and they will walk a couple of uh, uh, steps back, lift their face up, and they'll spit at you. And they, uh, if a cobra in, in this side of the veil spits into a person's eyes, it blinds them. So what these uh, supernatural snakes, snakes are doing, they'll spit at you to try to bind you wow. and blind you. 
So they act like the physical things on the earth when they take those various uh, uh, manifestations. Now, the crab spirit is a water spirit, and it it lives, um, it looks like a crab. It has claws, and it will grab a hole to a place in your body and close the claws. And when a deliverance minister is... Um, is trying to cast it out, it's got a hole, and sometimes deliverance ministries have to wrestle with these spirits for long periods of time when all they would have to do is just cut their tail, the snake's tail, cut the uh, claws, or cut these octopus uh, legs off. Have the angels crack the claws. Yeah, and they just come right out. They just come right out. Wow. And so, but in a country like that, I want to ask you a quick question about your father. Uh, what, what did, was your father a Christian? Um, he turned to the Lord when, um, as he got older and he got sick, turned to the Lord. Okay, but when he was young, do you know that he had any, any kind of activities of religion? Mm, no, not that I know of. Uh, did your mother go to the fortune tellers? Oh, no. My mom only goes um, to the Catholic Church. She doesn't okay. do that. No. Okay. Uh, what faith are you? You were a Pentecostal and now a Baptist, right? Um, I was going to Catholic Church when I was much younger, and then um, after that I went to a Pentecostal Church. Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to break the powers of the Catholic Church over you right now. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I renounce. I renounce. The Catholic religion. The Catholic religion. The the cords to the Pope. The cords to the Pope. To the saints. To the saints. The mixture of witchcraft. The mixture of witchcraft. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Uh, speaking to the dead. Speaking to the dead. Taking communion. Or Eucharist is what they call Eucharist. communion or Eucharist. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I break those powers over me. And I break those powers off of me. I break all of the ritualisms. I break all of the ritualisms. That I did when I was uh, younger. That I got when I was younger. Uh, lighting candles. Lighting candles. Praying to the dead. Praying to the dead. And all of these things that they required. And all of these things that they required. Any priest that ever had any power over me. Any priest that ever had any power over me. I break it right now. I break it right now. And I break all witchcraft practices over my life. And I break all witchcraft practices over my life. Coming from the wizards and witches witches in the city. Coming from the witches and the wizards and the witches from the city. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I cut myself free. I cut myself free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
And by the power of the Holy Ghost. And by the power of the Holy Ghost. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. I command them to go into a cage right now. I command them to go into a cage right now. And now you just take a deep breath and cough them out. <laughs> Every one of them. Loose her in Jesus' name. All those strongholds. We find the strong man. All of the strongholds. Come out. We bind all of the water spirits over her life. Leviathan. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Come out. All the way out. We bind up the spirit of octopus over her mind. All the way out. We cut their legs off. We bind up squid spirits. Cut their legs off. For the blood of Jesus on you. We bind up Kundalini spirits. Cut their tails off. Come out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We bind up every religious spirit and cut their tails off of Leviathan. Come out. Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough them out. Where are you? Right. We bind Leviathan in Jesus' name. Father God, I ask that you would loose angels with the sword of the Lord to carve off the skills of Leviathan and cut off all 12 heads. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come out. Loose her in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. The children of fools with no names. Loose her in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Come out. All marine spirits, loose her in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Everyone. Nothing can stay. Everything named, everything not named. Cut them out by the roots in Jesus' name. Come out. Spiritual blindness, spiritual deafness. Come out. We bind up trance spirits. Command those to come out in the name of Jesus. Hypnotic powers, come out. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> How are you doing? Through burning incense, come out in Jesus' name. I'm doing yeah. good, Doctor Pat. When I was coughing, I just started sweating, and um, some slimy thing just came up my mouth. What did it look like? Um, like new what color. color. Yeah, it what was, color? What? It just uh, just slimy and sticky and. Okay. Well, those are spirits. And those are encaged now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we break the powers of family curses ten generations back, ten generations forward, and release you from all of the cords and ties from your family and every devil that came in down through the family lines. Have you had sex with anybody aside from your husband? Um, When I was younger... Well, not not when since I got married, no. Did you have a lot of them? No. Okay, say, Father, I forgive myself. Father, I forgive myself. I forgive the I men, forgive. the the people that I've been with. I forgive the people that I've been with. I ask you to forgive them. 
I ask you to forgive them. And I break the ley lines. And I break the ley lines. Witchcraft powers. Witchcraft powers. And all of the spirits coming down their family lines. And all of the spirits coming down their, their family line. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And cage every one of them. And cage every one of them. And command them to leave me now. And command them to leave me now. Go ahead and cough them out. Uh, you want to get the uh, fragmentation of the line, okay? Omega Man. Repeat again. Get the fragmentation. The fragmentation? When she gets finished. Okay. That's right. All of them come. Looser in Jesus' yeah, name. All spirits. Yeah. Come out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Isn't God good? Yes. All the time. You just put your hand, and over in the chat room, put your hands up on your mind, and we're going to call the fragmented spirits back, back to your mind. It's not spirits. It's part of your mind. And what goes is when you connect yourself with a man that's not your husband or a woman that's not your wife, you become one in the spirit. And the Bible says, flee from strange women, men. And so what happens is you become one in the body, spirit, and mind. And after the sexual act, a piece of your mind uh, becomes fragmented and goes with that person and stays with that person. So uh, Brother Bruce is going to call, yes. call those fragmentations back to you of your mind, and God is going to heal your mind and your emotions in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Amen. Father God, in Jesus' name, I ask that you can loose the angel of the Lord to go out and cut all demonic silver cords attached to this lady, to cut all soul ties in Jesus' name. I ask that you would loose the angels, Father God, to go out and recover all bits of her fragmented soul, to find them and bring them back and restore them into her mind right now in Jesus' name. We bind any spirit of mind control and double-mindedness and schizophrenia. Come out. Loose her in Jesus' name. Open her neck. Loose her in Jesus' name. Open her throat. All spirits. You cannot block her. We bind blocking spirits, too, in the name of Jesus. Loose her in Jesus' name. Everyone. Everyone. Loose your angels to cut any strings to the second heaven. Attach these demons in Jesus' name. We apply the blood of Jesus to you right now. Asking God that you would fill her with your Holy Spirit, covering her in your blood, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now take a deep breath and ask the Lord to, to just fill you with the Holy Ghost and burn the rest out, in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. I break all shame over you and guilt over you in the name of Jesus. Let her go. Let her go. Let her go right now. Guilt and shame. Go. Go. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Minister to her emotions, God. Are you married, honey? Yes, my husband. Are you happily married? 
Um, she said that mine has been holding on to a large stop from my past. Yeah. And I haven't been having a good relationship with my husband. Okay, and the name of Jesus, you frigid spirit, you osmodious spirit, you asmodious spirit, we bind you up right now and you come out of her now. You come out. Looser in Jesus' name. let her sexual organs go. Soul husband, looser in Jesus' name. Spirit husband, looser in Jesus' name. Let her go. Up come out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' Spirits that came in through her dream state, loose her in Jesus' name. Yes. Come out in Jesus' yes. name. Yes. yes. Come yes. out in Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. All tears yes. sowed in her sleep, loose her yes. in Jesus' name. Yes. The blood of Jesus on you right now. Cords that tie. I break all the cords in the name of Jesus. All of them. All witchcraft powers in Jesus' name. I break the powers of shame over her. And she... Honey, have these things ever come to you at night time and have tried to have sex? Um, you know, last night I had this, this dream Um, but this man, he was trying to pay me money to have sex with him and I said, no, I, I can't have sex with you. I'm not going to have sex with you. And uh, he said, he's still trying to... um give me money to have sex, and I said, no, I'm married. I'm not going to have sex with him. Like God was speaking last week, I said, no, you can't have sex with him because, um, like, God been showing me all the positions. He, he's going to put me in and said, no, I cannot do that, I said, because um, the Spirit was talking to me to tell him, no, I cannot do this with you because I'm married, and he just left me in my dream, and I just got up praying and um, just clean the blood of Jesus and just rebuking that spirit. Okay, let me ask you this. Uh, did you charge money for sex before you got married? Oh, no, 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 I never, okay. no. Are you having any financial problems now? Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Okay, okay. Okay, you spirit that's trying to draw her into sexual activities for finances. We break your powers and your holds over yes. her finances. And we command you to get out of her right now in the name of Jesus. You have no authority. You have no Lose power. In Jesus name. And in the name of Jesus, I command that Come you will go. In Jesus' name. Go. Go. Angels of God. And she'll come witch, out in Jesus' name. A wizard that sent that spirit to her, I break the, the ley lines. See, what happens in ley lines? Wizards and witches supernaturally travel on ley lines. And when you block and break the ley lines, it stops their activity of being able to come to you. But also, you put the fire of the Holy Ghost around you every night. And uh, the hedge of protection, the blood of Jesus, and uh, that stops them from being able to come to you at night time also. Yes. You want to do that for her? And, uh, yes, and uh, Dr. with the Holy Ghost. Let me make Go one ahead. announcement. Uh, we have three minutes remaining, and the lines uh, are still lit up. So if you would like to get in the queue for prayer tonight, if you will call before the show stops streaming... Dr. Pat and I will continue to pray with you even after the streaming. Uh, so 
call now if you need prayer. All right, Father God, in the, in the name of Jesus Christ, we stand in the gap for this lady. We cut all demonic silver cords attached to her. We cut all ley lines, and we break all witchcraft attacks off of her. All spells, all enchantments, we rebuke you, you foul spirits, and loose her right now. In Jesus' name. And any demons that are inside hiding right now, we pour the blood of Jesus over you right now down your throat. Come out of her in Jesus' name, you foul spirits. Father God, loose the fire burning onto these demons, that they will manifest and come out now in Jesus' name. God, I ask that you loose your angels to go and cut them out by the roots and pluck them out in Jesus' name. Amen. We agree. Lord, we do mean you foul spirits. Take a deep cough and cough them all out now. Everyone. You must go in Jesus' name. Come on. There they go. There they go. All the way. There they go. All the way. Uh Ah. Father God, pierce them through your arrows in Jesus' name. uh, Honey, let me tell you something real quick. You know, sex is not dirty. Uh, God invented sex. The devil never invented sex, okay? God invented sex. And it's precious to God. And that's why he... Uh, advised us to to uh, keep our sexual life holy, and if you will dedicate your sexual life to the Holy Spirit, you can even invite Him to be a part of your sexual life. Now that doesn't mean that a spirit is going to come into the room and have sex with you and your husband. It just means that God watches us, and He invented sex, and it's a holy thing in marriage. It's not dirty. Okay? And so, uh, you just praise God that he gave you uh, a husband and that you are going to submit to your husband as unto the Lord and you're going to have a a normal, natural, pleasant, wonderful sexual uh, experience from here on with your husband. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the King. God is good all the time. Yes. Take a deep breath and just let him fill you up right now. Let him fill you up. (coughs) Give her the gift of tongues, God. Give her the gift of tongues. As she prays, as she right now, drive the rest of them out. In the name will we give you praise right now. Amen. Next caller. 
Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Hello? Yes. Yes, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Dr. Pat. This is Kathy in Utah. (laughs) Oh, my friend Kathy. Yes, uh, yes. You know, Omega Man, she's the woman that uh, I told you about that we want to have a program about abortion. Oh, awesome. She's got a very powerful uh, testimony. Praise God. Yes. (laughs) And God is still (laughs) healing and doing wonderful things. Thank you, Pat. Yes. And she's a political activist, former like me. She knows Amen. a lot of stuff. She makes you a good interview. Praise God. We'd love to have you on. Awesome, awesome. I look forward to it then. Contact me soon or anytime. <laughs> you write um, your, uh, send him your uh, email address, Kathy. Okay. All right. Kathy, you can write me, uh, just go over to MegamanRadio.com and click on the contact link, and that will come right to my email box. And what I'll okay. do is I'll get you and Dr. Pat on together. and love to have you on the program. Oh, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Hey, Amen. And you know, Kathy, I have this friend in Jacksonville, and mm-hmm. uh, her mother used to close hanger to try to abort her. And mm-hmm. uh, she's also the lady that about 15, 20 years ago, she came to my meeting, and she saw God raise a, a lady from the dead in my meeting. And so uh, we'll, the three of us will come on the floor and have a great show. You know, there's so many men that are complicit in those abortions. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we minister to the women, but we never minister to the men. And I've seen that when we bring a man uh, face-to-face when he was, telling the woman to get an abortion and gave her the money and all that stuff. He's just as guilty as she is, and he's just as tied up as she is. So it'd make an awesome program, I think. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it really would. And my husband, um, the third abortion that I had was with my husband. Um, it was our baby together, and... Um, I just believed it'll lies of the enemy, and I tried and tried to get hold of him and couldn't, and I had a deadline, you know, because needing to do it before the first trimester, and so I went ahead with the appointment and went to the clinic uh, without contacting him, and we've been married 39 years, but uh, or 38 years, excuse me, but, um, you know, right now it's... I am morbidly, morbidly obese. I really prayed for deliverance tonight about with the squid thing because I'm pre-diabetic. And also, mm-hmm. um, I know that part of it, it had been from the shame and the guilt. And I called in, you know, on another show. I think it was here with the Mega Man, but I gave my, my, gave my witness or testimony part of it. But, you know, out of that guilt and shame and just... Um, I think I used the overweight, well, the love of food was a comfort, but you also used the overweight as a shield. Uh, yeah. Because I used to be a really attractive woman, and, um, you know, then that way I wasn't sexually attractive to men. And um, But now in our marriage, my it's gone cold. I mean, it's like I have no, my husband's been so patient, but I have no desire you know, to have relations with him, and um, it's not yeah. him. It's not that I don't like him. Probably more like that's, I don't like myself. That's Asmodeus, <laughs> and that, that's Asmodeus working in the marriage. Uh-huh. Uh, on patholiday.com, there's a, 
manual on marriage and sex, mm-hmm. and it's got all of the spirits that are involved in marriage. Mm-hmm. And Asmodeus uh, controls sexual things, and he controls uh, uh, frigid. Uh, how do you say frigidity? Frigidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, frigidity. Frigidity of the woman and the man. He can make a man's, you know what, go limp and not be able to perform. And mm-hmm. all of those things, he also controls perversely. Now, mm-hmm. if your husband is perverted and he just wants a little sex all the time, that can turn you off, too. Is that going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he oh. used to, like, push me to try to make me to go down, and I would resist. I, I just, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that can turn some women off, and... So, um, but it's Asmodeus that is in control of all. Is he a a believer? Um, Baby Christian. It says that he's accepted Jesus, but that he doesn't hear his prayers. And he's not in the Word. Yeah. Well, see, uh, Kathy, also you have the problem of of, uh, being probably spiritually uh, more spiritually uh, advanced than he is. Yeah. And a lot of women have that problem because mm-hmm. of the fact that what happens to them is that they seek the Lord and the men don't a lot of times. Right. And so what you, what you have to do is you have to start binding those spirits up in him and you have to, you don't cast them out and you just find them and cage them, and okay. then all all you'll be dealing with is his flesh after you get the demons found and caged, and you mm-hmm. disconnect them from his mind and his thinking, and you just turn him over to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to give him like a uh, an experience, you know, a supernatural happening from the throne mm-hmm. of God. And uh, you'll see the Lord will move in your marriage. Now, a lot of times what also happens is that you... Uh, now, Rando's calling me. Will that knock us off the bench or that? Um, you know what? You can probably add to the... You can add, say add to conference? I don't know how to do that. Does it, it just says... Does it say answer? Yeah. It says um, answer with... What what are the two options it gives you? Well, if I got get knocked off, you call me back. Okay? Sure thing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, he went off. Okay. So what has happened is the uh, the uh, the show is off. We uh, we ran up to our three hours. Wow. I know. Yeah, I was I'm, with you the whole time. <laughs> time flew tonight. I'm seeing I'm seeing her show. We've switched over somehow to her show. What we did is the, uh, I told the backed up callers to go over to. Uh, Rando's show, and then uh, he's going to open up the ear in about 30 minutes for people who would like, still like some prayer. Um, I well, apologize. Since you know how to do this, why don't you call him? And okay. Connect? Okay, because I don't know how to do it. Let's see here. Um, and so yeah. while he's doing yeah. that, I'll talk to you. And so what happens is your love grows cold. So mm-hmm. let's just find Asmodeus and... Cast that out and and ask the Lord to move in your marriage and, and blow some fresh wind into your marriage. 
And you can do that, too, by doing things that he likes, cooking his favorite meal. Uh, comes home from work, say, honey, I made you the apple pie you've been wanting. I just wanted to show you that I love you. And start speaking words of love to him and doing things with him and blow some uh, marriage winds back into your life. So, Father, I bind the spirit of Asmodeus in the name of Jesus, and I command those spirits that you go into the cage. I bind frigid spirits, and I bind all lukewarm spirits and spirits that have laid claim to this woman's vessel in the name of Jesus, and and I uh, break all of your cords, ley lines. Every devil that has come to take over this marriage is bound. And you get into the box right now of the cage. Come out. Just cough them out. In the name of Jesus. Looser in Jesus' name. Every one of them. Come out. Looser in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Amen. All. Everyone. Nothing can stay. You are a liar and the father of all demons that came into the dream state, loose her in Jesus' name and come out. Come out. It's like a a tight and a block in my throat, and it's been that way. I can't sleep at night. I've had we a lot command of that spirit to get smaller right now. <laughs> get small. The demon lodge in the throat, loose her in Jesus' you name. Come out right shit now. And get smaller. You will not rest her. You leave will her not Jesus torture name. her. You will leave. <laughs> With Angels all of, of your night spirits come out. out. Night spirits come out. Every spirit attached to that thing. We come out. The, the, whole Jesus right now. the whole root. The whole come root. Out in Jesus. Up and out. The blood is against you. Oh. You've got to cut it out by the roots. Nothing Jesus, can Fuck it out. Oh. Oh. Everyone. Like a, come up and out of that stomach. Come out. <laughs> Loose your lungs right now in Jesus' name. Come out of the throat. In Jesus' name. Everyone. Come out and get into the cage the right now. The blood. We arrest you in Jesus' the name. The blood. The blood. The blood. We break the power of Leviathan over your mind. We cut Pour the blood of Jesus' name in the throat off, right now. The tail off. We cut the tail off of Kundalini. We cut the tail off of python. We cut the tail off of viper spirits. Yes. And the heads off of all of them. Come out. We cut you up in little pieces. Come yes. out. Come out. Cut all you have to place the pressure. Jesus name. Come out peacefully. Jesus told them to come out peacefully. You come out any instantly. reinforcements in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. <laughs> Everyone out of the throat. on the demons in Jesus' name. Everyone out of the throat. Loose spirit of confusion on all demons in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And the doctors have said I have, well, I know I have a hiatal hernia, but also um, cataracts are forming on my eyes, and but they're not ready for surgery um, yeah. yet. And when... Shannon said, um, losing blindness, you know, I thought in the physical as well as the spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and we do lose 
We loose blindness from her physically yes. and spiritually in the name of Jesus. We curse those cataracts yes. in the name of Jesus. We command her her eyes to be free from yes. every demonic attack. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Out. Loose her infirmity in Jesus' name. Cataracts, loose her eyes in Jesus' name. Come out. Apply the blood of Jesus to your eyes. The blood of Jesus. 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 The one of the assistant pastors there said, do you know how to pray for yourself if there's no one to pray for you? And I said, I said, what do you mean? And he he had me put my hand over the pineal gland, the pineal eye. Yeah, that's where that thing operates, you know. Yeah, and, and then I'd done some research about it, one of my all-nighters, but, you know, I learned more about it, and I thought, I told the Lord, well, I repent of that in Jesus' name. Is that something that needs to be further addressed? Well, Father, we find that Kundalini spirit that yes. operates in that particular gland. Come out. Yes. Come out. All demons Come out. in the penis will be looser in Jesus. Everyone. Everyone. Come out. Everyone. Now, tell me, isn't that right there where the third eye is? Yeah, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. We close the third eye in yes. the name of Jesus yes. and command that to come out. Come out. Psychic ability. False gift, every dreaming spirit, every prophesying spirit, come out. Close the third eye and every Jesus. False prophecy that's been given over her, we break them and bind them and command them out in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Yes, Jesus. But just call them out. Loose her in Jesus' name. Any spirit of diabetes, loose her in Jesus' name. Come out. Any spirit of infirmity, loose her in Jesus' name and go right now. That water spirit, come out. Yeah. Squid, we cut your legs off. Come out. Just slide out now in Jesus' name. We cover her organs with the blood of Jesus. And come out Father, in Jesus' name. All of those legs come out with it in the name of Jesus. Loose the blood. Jesus' name. <laughs> Come out. Oh, he's big. Come out in Jesus' name. Father God, send your angels to chop them up into a thousand pieces and talk about it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And one Amen. more huge concern. Thank you. We've done so well. Um, my son's bachelor party tonight, our firstborn, and um, then he's he's getting married and they've been living together. They're totally not Christian. First they told me they were agnostics. She's dabbled in the Eastern religions and stuff. Her father's a Unitarian pastor. I've stood my ground and they were first they were gonna have a homosexual do the vows and I said no and then I've told them then I told them, um, she mentioned her father and I just said there's I sent her an email and I said there's only one way and I gave her the scripture where Jesus said that he is the only path to the Father in uh, John uh, 14. And and uh, 
anyway, I'm standing my ground. I'm under a lot of attack from this, and um, I just my Dave and I are standing our ground on it. But I think we're um, all of their friends and everything. They they party. They're the party crowd. They're just concerned about entertainment and safety. And my son is a sound man at our bar on Main Street in Park City, which is a ski resort, world-class destination. And it's known as, uh, uh, well, let's put it this way. You could just about get any type of substance you want in addition to alcohol there. And I've been praying overtime for this boy <laughs> for a long time. But, um it, that was why I sent you so many questions, Pat. It's like I'm just I'm questioning what the Lord's brought me out of and mm-hmm. you know, where to take the stand and strength, uh, to pray for all this because like I said, Dave and I are the examples in the Lord here and uh then she said, Well they were looking for a you know, they still don't have somebody to do the vows. And I just told them that if God's not in it it's a Satan. And I said, You're trying to take God out of everything. And if he's not in it, then it's not, if it, if it's not of God, then it's of Satan. And that's the spiritual battle going on in the world. <laughs> so That's right. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that the Holy Spirit come in to our sister right now and burn all of the spirits that are hiding out. Yes. Take a deep yes, breath right. and let the Holy Spirit come in. Yes. Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit in. Fire Holy Spirit, go in Jesus' name. Burn, burn, burn those down. Who's burning, Father burn, God, in Jesus' burn. name, the demons. Yeah, just cough them out right now. Right <laughs> now. Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Everyone. Oh. Come out in Jesus' name. Nothing can stand. The blood of Jesus. All. All. Slide out. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Fill me and baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me and baptize me with your Holy Spirit. With fire. With fire. And give me my prayer language. And remember, Jesus is the baptizer. Just take a deep breath and let him fill you right now. Fill up. Fill with your Holy Spirit, oh God. What was that noise? What, when I breathe in or out? Oh, did you breathe out? That was the breathing out. Okay, yeah. breathe in. Fill your Holy Spirit. Fill up. Okay. Now praise the Lord and let him give you your gift to a lot lighter. <laughs> yeah, great, great, Brighter great. And lighter. <laughs> well, okay. Praise God. And, and the wedding is ten ten. <laughs> oh, let's pray for you. Pray for yes. the sun. What do you think, Kevin? 
It's it's David Jr. Father God in Jesus' name, with Doctor Pat and with Kathy as proxy for her son David Jr. We bind the strong man in him, bind the gatekeeper, and bind up and cage up all demons. We command them to go into a cage in Jesus' name. All foul spirits in him come out in Jesus' name and go in the cage. We apply the blood of Jesus to the to the cage. We ask God you make it a thousand times too small for these demons. And you loose your angels to read the word of God to these demons 24 hours a day and marinate them. And God, I'm asking that you unloose the Holy Spirit to convict him and pull the scales off of his eyes, that he'll see what he's walked into. I'm asking you to send ministering angels to him, put a wall of fire of the Holy Spirit around him in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. We apply the blood of Jesus to him and to his atmosphere over there. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 uh, Write Omega Man and he'll be contacting you. Okay, I will. Thank you. God bless you, Kevin. And write us a testimony. Okay, I will. Okay. (laughs) Praise God. All right. Take care. Love you too. God bless. And uh, till next time. (laughs) Okay. Bye. (laughs) Dr. Pat? What? Hey, that was praise God. That was an awesome three hours. We if we could, <laughs> we would have kept on going if I hadn't run out of time. Well, I tell you what, God's got to give me some strength. I have to preach in the morning, you know. I know. I look. My eyes are starting to float. I haven't even taken a bath. I, I, I apologize. I didn't make it last week. God have mercy. Listen, uh, uh, <laughs> Pastor Dennis always likes that because then he can preach, you know. Amen. Father God, I ask that you'd loose a uh, double anointing on Dr. Pat, give her energy, a double portion of energy, and strengthen her, God, and help her to get some sleep tonight and feel refreshed in the morning. Apply the blood of Jesus to her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We said uh, ministering angels to both of us, God. Yes. Because you said you have ministering angels that will, and like when Jesus was up on the mountain tempted, you sent ministering angels to him. And yes. we have ministering angels, too, and we just strength. Did you call Rando? Um, I tried to get him on instant message. What happened is he, he tried to book a uh, a program and couldn't get in at 11, so he's got yeah. one starting in about seven minutes. Oh. And uh, he'll be up in seven minutes. I have to jump because I was supposed to be on uh, watch minute 11. Oh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call in there just for a minute, but you know what? Um, a person needs deliverance takes priority over any radio program, so I'm not worried. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, well, God the, bless you. God bless you, Dr. Pat. I love you. We'll see what the Lord will do. Amen. God bless. Get some rest. Bye.